0: Hey. All right, welcome back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. Uh, it's once again a quarantine Skype call uh, because there is no live wrestling for anyone unless you work for a company. So, with me once again are Matthew, what's up, everyone, and Sam and Nikki. Hey. And obviously WWE does not deserve talking about. So. We are here to talk about Double or Nothing.
1: Woohoo! Well, somebody
0: had to do it. <laughs> yes. Um, I will admit, freely admit, I'm tired. So any any lack of energy is not due to this show not being fantastic. It's just life in general.
2: So. I'm sure a lot of people will understand. You know. uh-huh.
0: So... Since last time, we, on the Mania episode, we were all, like, in the middle of quarantine. Now, everywhere is reopening. And here's my thing. I went to Lidl the other day to pick some stuff up. And I don't know if y'all have Lidl, but... We do. We just
3: got one.
0: They're, like, discount German grocery stores. They're fucking amazing. I don't have one down here, so... Um,
3: they have pretty good gluten free stuff, so uh
0: huh. They have great gluten free stuff, they have international stuff.
3: Has a bakery.
0: Their houseware they're- stuff is cheap and really good. Um But yeah, I love Lidl. And Lidl, being the smart company that they are, have taken the proper precautions. There's someone mm-hmm. disinfecting all the carts and all the employees are wearing masks and they're giant red dots on the floor. That say all over them. Please stay in this dot while you're waiting in line, so you are six feet away from the people <laughs> in front of you. Right. No one gave a fuck. Uh,
3: <laughs> of course. And i like, what? The, yeah, the stores we've been to have been pretty good about having masks, and they they stand six feet apart in line, but not in the aisles, and they don't follow the arrows and like the X's, like where you're supposed like you're supposed to only go certain aisles you can only go in and the other one will have an X and you have to like go around the other way and people do not care about those things at yeah. all but then they'll but then they'll social distance when they're online <laughs> yeah. that's about that.
2: the stores i've been to have been okay um i've seen people wearing masks as well and um some some people don't wear them it's like half and half and some yeah. people say distance some people don't so it, it's kind of mixed
0: so y'all are doing but... better than here because here We went to a doctor's office Mm -hmm. and there were seven people there that weren't working there. Kat and I were the only two with masks.
3: Uh, That That drives me crazy. And then,
0: like, going to the store, it's probably 75% unmasked, like, at the store, and I'm just like, people people are idiots. I was
3: surprised (laughs) the most, like, when this all first started, like, wearing masks and stuff, that Walmart or at least the one our location most of the people there were super compliant and like we had we ordered masks that still have not arrived and we finally got some real ones this week but nikki made us some temporary masks to wear to the store and just so we had something and but i was really surprised that people of walmart were actually that, most of them were, that's
0: impressive because that's yeah, not happening I, here
3: yeah i was yeah. really surprised they they also were not really following the the aisle suggestions, but other than that, a lot of that is just people don't pay attention because yeah. they're worried about what they're supposed, what they need. Exactly. Well, because so. we even did that. Like we were on an aisle and knew what we needed and where it was and went straight to it, not realizing that we didn't technically go the right way in. But I mean, other than that, like and even in line, they were social distancing. Um, I think because the, I guess because the uh, stickers on the floor were. Big enough that they couldn't miss, but yeah, I was Walmart really surprised me. That, <laughs> when we,
0: that's good because ours have been was like, awful
3: every time we went, too. On top of that, like we had to go a few times because, like, Nikki has to get medication there, our cat has to get medication there, and so we had to go quite a few times. And nearly every time we went, most people were wearing masks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> see, my issue is Spartanburg is like the third highest rate in the state, Oof. and
1: oh. the
0: only places worse are where i work and the capital so the capital makes sense big city people close together right right city where i work is obviously just people ignoring it
1: yeah and i'm
0: like what is wrong stay home it's not hard we have netflix and hulu and disney plus you're fine
3: yeah and we still like for the most part even though things have opened up more in charlotte we've still tried to stay as at home as much as possible just because i mean it i was like it hasn't gone away yeah, the, <laughs> like we try to like minimize we still wear masks and like when we come home we do what we've always do with like sanitize things we change the clothes we wear to the store and the, stuff like that we we're not planning on changing any of that anytime soon just because um i was like and i'm not really comfortable going to eat in restaurants or anything like that i was like that's no, still making, yeah yeah no. Because they're open at, like, 50% now. And so, like, my dad's gone to a few places and the table. It's like every other table. um, But still, I was like, I'm just not comfortable with that. Because I was like, it's still, it hasn't gone away just because people have gotten tired of it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I've seen um, a few toddlers or younger without anything on it. Like, oh, oh my God. I'm so uncomfortable every time I see that. Because the
0: early misinformation is still believed mm-hmm. as truth. Yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yep.
0: And no. so, my thing is, too, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure local businesses run on a pretty thin profit line. So, uh-huh. if they're only running at 50%, how are they even keeping the doors open?
3: I, I guess it's a little more than what they would do if they are doing takeout and carry out only or delivery only. Yeah, um, maybe. Still, I guess they're still, and now they can sell alcohol. And things like that. So I'm sure alcohol adds a bunch to it.
0: Um, My favorite thing I've seen so far was Krispy Kreme was giving a free dozen donuts to graduates.
3: I saw that.
0: They severely (laughs) underestimated the demand for a free dozen donuts. Yeah, but they
3: did. (laughs) (laughs) There was at
0: least six or seven people there when we were there to get it. (laughs) <laughs> well, I was like, all right.
3: Did they have to um, stand six feet apart while you waited?
0: Uh yeah, Krispy Kreme actually looked like they were doing a decent job of oh, yes. separating. Two guys who walked in together, like obviously rode in the same car, actually uh, stood apart in line. So
3: Oh well, that's actually surprising considering that they were in the same vehicle. Now, the the okay, worst
0: good. thing I saw during all this was The first week they reopened restaurants here, Uh we have some little podunk crab leg place. Uh It's next to a Home Depot. It can't be good. Uh Right. Um, They Uh were about to fight at the crab leg place because (laughs) nobody was like up close. Like nobody was distanced. Everybody was crowding the door. The food was running late. The guy only had like two cooks. People okay. had been waiting there for three or four hours. One lady was, like, cussing up a storm, screaming. Yeah, I don't
3: understand what these people expect, though. I'm like, they're running on, like, skeleton crews. Most of them are. And then there's all the—everybody has been, you know, they've been all cooped up. And so they all have the exact same idea.
0: so, so the, it gets bad enough, cops find out and see what's yeah. going on. And come over and say, look, y'all get six feet apart or I'm going to start arresting people. Yeah. And straight up said, I got a van big enough for everybody. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, okay, cops said so. But it was funny because when the cops came, like half the people were like, nope, and just peaced out. (laughs)
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, That's all it took was some authority. I
0: was like, oh my God, why were crab legs that important?
3: because i haven't had them like well then if you want them that bad get them delivered or do pick i mean carry out
0: DoorDash is doing free delivery for a week or something so
3: Uh, yeah yeah and that's what we did like we couldn't for our dad's birthday we sent him we used uber uber eats or one of them Mm. and we had a dessert sent to him and it was like free delivery and then for Mother's Day, we had the same thing sent to our grandmother, and they were because it was Mother's Day, they were doing free deliveries on like two orders or something like that. So, yeah, and she's diabetic, so she had like really been strict about what she was doing. And I was like, yeah. Well, I don't come an infector or whatever. Or, well, you know, a potential, yeah. yes. And so, um, so yeah, we just sort of like here. And they um they left it. She had like a little tiny chair sitting on her porch and they left ah. it on that. Miley! My,
0: Sorry, my our personal kids have- My personal least favorite thing that I've seen, like just in families and stuff, is uh-huh. they're like, Well, we're gonna have a get together, but we're oh. gonna socially distance.
3: Yeah. Like,
0: but what? sitting on separate couches is not enough. Like that's not gonna <laughs> matter. <laughs>
3: Right. Right. Yeah. Cause I was like, I think our thing here is groups, no more, our groups no larger than 10. Yeah. I think what it is right now. And so, like, we, Saturday, we did, we went by to drop a gift off for our cousin's daughter for her birthday. And so we did see our grandma, who we haven't seen in a few months, but she, we, cause we were like, we have masks from the car if you want us to get them. And she was like, no, that's fine. But we stayed, like, apart from her while we talked and she, we couldn't hug her or anything like that. Yeah. But, so that was weird but i mean yeah I we cousin, obviously would like to to protect her so her cousin is um, having a bridal shower on saturday and her um the one that's throwing it is a, a registered nurse but i was like that's you're that's, way more, a than party. Ten, yeah, that's yeah. way more than yeah that's way more we're like, not going <laughs> we're, we're sending a card
0: a friend of mine could not get it through her head. She kept wanting to hang out. She has four kids and yep. her husband's uh, a essential worker, so he's gone to work every day. She yeah. she flat out told me her husband's job was not being very compliant. I'm like, "No, we're you, not hanging out."
3: Why would you expose willingly expose yourself to hang out if they're Not taking any precautions. Hell no, I wouldn't hunt them
2: either. Right. It's amazing how people are starting to not care anymore. No, they
3: don't. They're not. I think the reason is is either a they don't know anybody who has it or has had it, and they're not seeing the pictures. They're not. They don't see the gruesome pictures from the hospital, and Mm -hmm. so they think it's. Or they just because it's a hoax as it is because they're not. It's technically isn't as bad as expected in certain places because you know we flatten the curve like we were supposed to so they think mm-hmm. it's not real and i think that if they saw Stop. what people were seeing in the hospitals that they would
0: i've so, also I'm- seen people logic it out with math and they're like look even with a hundred thousand deaths that's only blah 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 percent of our population i'm like yeah, that shouldn't because- be any
3: yeah, exactly. First yeah. A this was preventable. B we lost that many people in what six weeks and the we, the same amount of people we lost in the Vietnam War. Yeah. And and we lost that in six weeks. That's yeah, huge. Yeah, people
0: rioted over the Vietnam War. Right. Right. Um, right. So And then also, yeah. and
3: it's not only affecting obviously I mean we all kind of know it but now we're experiencing it firsthand. It's not only affecting people now. who have Um, coronavirus it's affecting people who have family members who are in the hospital and they can't see them and their families can't be with them so like it's it's not just affecting you know those people who died or people who have it and get over it it's affecting all these people who are their immune systems are compromised or they're going to the hospital for certain things or they're having surgeries postponed because it's not Essential, but it's still something they need, and so it's. I'm about- so glad I had my surgery in January. <laughs> yeah, right? actually, we've we've talked about that a few times. I was like, well, cause- I was like, I because I mean, obviously, some people's pain is worse than what that was, but still, I would. I mean, to have keep to that would have I would have been past a year mark of um, having that bad of a disc. Yeah, if yeah. I had to wait, I was Ugh. like. Oh,
0: yeah, it's a good thing you were like, nope, let's go ahead and do this.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, and I saw this <laughs> article the other day um, that I didn't even think about, that they were saying because of like things being shut down and being less traffic, then there's less organ donors. And mm. so people were like, I hate to think that way because you, know, you already are thinking about, well, the only way I can get an organ is if somebody dies. And then now I have to also think, well, now there's not as many car accidents, so there's less of this organ that I need. And so now I'm waiting even longer or I might die because there's, there's no organs. And I was like, that's something I didn't think about at all. And I was like, yeah. that's a terrible, I forgot you told me about that. Yeah. I was like, that's-
0: yeah, there, There's a Go. lot of consequences, repercussions, effects, whatever you want to call it. Exactly. W- we don't even know yet. You know? Yeah.
3: Like but it's very think-
0: possible. Just yeah. relevant for me. School might not start in August. Right. Or if it does, it's gonna be a completely new world. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm gonna do whatever my job tells me to do, but I'm not gonna be the reason somebody's grandma dies.
3: Right, exactly. And that's that's how we feel too. And I was like, and there there's definitely gonna be a second wave, one way or another, whether it's not as bad this time around or we're more prepared. Or people decide that they're going to be less selfish, but I was like, "What are you going to do when it hits over the holidays?" And then you're going to have to, and people are going to defy things so that they can spend the holidays with their families. I and think then-
0: two weeks from now oh. is going to be the big indicator
3: of yes. the rest of the year. Yeah.
0: Um. Because Memorial Day was apparently bad. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, I saw some videos on Twitter. I had to just like, I was like, I have to quit looking at this. I'm gonna.
0: Yeah, um, I'm getting to a point I'm having to stay off Facebook because friends I know know better are being stupid. Yeah, I've
3: seen people people on Snapchat who are snapping. They're like with (gasps) their friends and like smaller groups of friends, but then they're turning around and being like, I can't believe all these people are doing this. I'm like, yeah, but you're (sighs) still out at the lake with your friends. You're not really that much better. You're contributing to it. (laughs) True. But I guess it's because they aren't that bad because they're not going out and doing this or that. But I'm like, you're still, <laughs> you're still going out with friends and like meeting up at bars and stuff. Well, That's you know it. that already, I've been judging um, a couple of cousins that were like, I'm social distancing at the beach. I was like, you have children. Yeah, I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> I was like,
0: what what no such, such thing as socio- socially distant with a child.
3: No. Exactly. Uh-huh. Not at all. Uh... But yeah, so at the point of this, I don't know when we're ever going to get, how soon we're going to get live wrestling, and if we are, I mean, not live, but in front of crowds, I should say, or even local wrestling at this point. I was Uh, like, could you imagine trying to be at Hebron Hall, being six feet apart? I I
0: saw a thing.
3: They're going to have to let, like, 75 people in, and that's it.
0: (laughs) There's a show (laughs) scheduled for July in Knoxville that the Ducklings are on if it happens, uh-huh. Yeah, I saw that, and that caught my eye because one, it's over the summer. Two, my sister-in-law and her family are in Knoxville now, so I'm like, "Huh, interesting." Let me do a little digging. Twelve-dollar tickets, but due to the constraints, they can only sell fifty.
2: Wow! Wow!
0: So, doing the math in my head, fifty times twelve is not enough money to pay all of that talent.
3: No. A reasonable. That's like no way. You have to
0: pay like Rate. one
3: person. And then that's like, and then you're going to have to have somebody working concessions for free and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. And that's not including any setup, any maintenance, any cleanup, any, like, that's just the in ring talent. Yeah. So um, I'm interested to see how this goes.
3: Yeah. I saw right. Wrestling Revolver uh, canceled their show for, was it May 29th? I think it was. Or maybe it was June. I think it was May 29th, but I saw that they were either – they're well, I shouldn't say cancel. I think they're postponing, and they're like, you can either use your tickets at the the next event we have, or we can issue a refund. But they were like, but until this is cleared up, we're not doing yeah, anything.
0: I think if a company has the capability to do that, I think they should. I, yeah. I don't think –
3: well, and I think it's really—I feel like it's it's more responsible, especially because wrestling the revolver is Sammy Callahan's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, he was real big on at first not performing for Impact, and then of course they have been better about how they're handling things, and they filmed a bunch of episodes at once. So, yeah. but I was like, he 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 gets it. So, yeah. and I know it's a, and even still, he was saying like it was a big when they were shutting down the first shows. For Revolver, he was like, I mean, this could break us. He was like, but we're doing what's best for everybody's health.
0: Well, and Revolver, much like PWX, is a try trying to think how to say this. It's a f- let your freak flag fly type audience. Right. Like, right. yeah, it's mostly the standard, you know, 18 to 34 white dudes. But there were several disabled people. There were several... People of different backgrounds and different mm-hmm. genders and everything mixed in. So, why risk it? If you want to be inclusive, you don't yeah. want to risk any of your fans.
3: No, no, not at all. So, I don't know. Me and a have been talking in scenarios about... We were like, man, um, we would deal with this at PWX if, if, if this was gone. But, like, like, the other day, I was like, I would... Um, gladly sit by, you know, what fans <laughs> that generally yeah. noisy. And was like, oh my god. And I was like, no, link about it. If you could go back to PWX and put <laughs> Kiefer as a buffer. Poor Kiefer. He's a sacrificial lamb. <laughs> Kiefer doesn't play confrontation, so he'll that's, do it.
1: That's
0: because Kiefer's like Bob Ross and Jim Henson rolled into one. <laughs> he's just a calming <laughs> influence.
3: Pretty I'm
0: pretty too. sure that's how Cat and I met Listen. Kiefer, is Cat went up and told him that. Fantastic. So,
3: yeah, the only time he ever gets spicy is if there's that. a particular wrestler.
0: Jim Henson and Bob Ross love child is what I'm being told from the, from the other side. Good. Here, yes. So. That's
3: I, I appreciate that, Cat. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, unless there's a certain wrestler that we don't like that's involved then he he will he just kinda lays low and kinda hangs back and just deals with it. But yeah. <laughs> Kiefer, it was funny when we went to um fight for the fallen on my birthday. It's like, Keeper, you wanna do this? Yeah, sure. I don't care. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> my uh
3: this? my favorite
0: no. Keeper line ever uh-huh. was Rise of Champion last year. Yes,
2: I remember this. When it
0: wasn't Darius in the main event for the world title. And we were doing picks for Fastlane on my phone or something.
1: Oh, yeah. And he was like, you
0: know, I can't help but notice none of these men are Darius Lockhart. (laughs) I died. And he didn't just, like, say it to himself. He yelled it so everyone could hear. I was like, all right, yeah. all right.
3: Well, and we'll still, like, <laughs> at shows, or randomly be like, hey, remember that time Darius could have been champion and he wasn't? And Kira always, like... <laughs> Gets really angry or sad. <laughs> I'm like, look, if I'm gonna make myself angry by remembering, then you're gonna be angry with me. <laughs>
2: oh man, he don't give a damn. Like, if he if he wants to express everything, he'll yell yeah. about Not it. You like,
3: don't give a damn. Point. If he just gets to the point where it's something that really bothers him, he'll say something. But yeah. usually, but but then- have
0: y'all noticed. Okay, it kind of started with our crew, and now more and more of the regulars are actually letting their real opinion be voiced
3: it's about god dang time we're not sheep yeah. <laughs> we can well, and out.
0: also and, like
3: but it reminds me of that time remember well <laughs> it reminds me of the time that scoot voiced his opinion about the particular oh, wrestler we don't like and then the fans like turned on him and oh, like yeah
0: went when, off of him, when like, uh the gimmick infringer was getting to wrestle Cody and not someone actually deserving.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he had a valid argument, but good Lord, how dare he have an opinion like that? Because those people turned on him in an instant. I was like, that's why I don't at the time I was like, this is why I don't participate in this group because they're all like, they will turn on you in two seconds if you say them like, and I was like, and what Scoot said was not wrong, uh-uh. but even if you don't agree with him, they, I mean, they turned on him, like, quick, and he's like, I don't... And then what? Well, the match happened, and then what happened? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and at that point, too, I don't understand why it wasn't Anthony.
3: No, yeah. it should have been. That's yeah. obvious. Uh-huh. Well, we know why. We know why. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: know, but... But
3: still. Yeah, like, Drake Drake happened.
0: had the Cobb match, so you can't do Drake versus Cody. Obviously, your next choice would be Anthony. Right. It, on that roster at the time. Yeah. That was uh-huh. also a show that I believe had David Starr and Martin Stone on it. Yeah, I believe you're right. I'm like... Ooh. Who did Henry face on that show?
2: <sighs> That's a good really question. Don't, I don't remember. Was it Ethan?
0: No, Ethan was hard uh, doing commentary.
2: Ethan but. was on commentary, yeah. Um,
0: That's right.
3: I yeah, don't because know. I remember Zane and Caleb came out during commentary and tried to like kick Ethan and Brett off the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think Zane was trying to like I think he stuck his arms up under Brett and was trying to like move him. <laughs> and Brett's like, fuck that, I ain't moving. What show was that? Uh
0: called? the first Shelby oh. show. Oh to, to Tradition,
3: yeah. Oh to Tradition?
0: Yep. Okay. Let me see if I can Google it. Yeah, it was the first Shelby show and then the second Shelby show like almost no one showed up to and then the third Shelby show got rescheduled because of Hurricane and it was all weird. Okay. Is that
3: 2017?
0: Probably. Sounds about right.
3: Um...
0: You face Elgin. Ugh...
3: Oh, uh, yeah. That's why we blocked it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: he
0: faced. Okay, Elgin. But let's let's talk about this for a second. We haven't even gotten a double or nothing, but this needs to be said. That show was Cody, Jeff Cobb, and I hate him, but he is a well-known talent. Elgin, and Star, and Stone.
3: Yeah, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the Holy card right God. now from. Yeah. Cade versus White Mike.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Hollis versus Chip Day.
0: No one cared.
3: Martin Stone versus David <laughs> Starr.
0: In a pure match, I remember <laughs> that.
3: James Drake versus Jeff Cobb. Uh huh. Anthony Henry versus Elgin for the title. Yep. The Syndicate. The, I'm sorry. The Syndicate
0: <laughs> versus the Ducks.
3: Uh huh. <laughs> Darius versus Tracer and Cody versus
0: Skylar. Oh, that's when Darius and Tracer were doing their. Yeah. Long feud. Yeah. I remember that. And it, we were all like, look at the future of this company. And then. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> and
3: then. We're... Yeah. Oh, we
0: okay. Oh, yeah. Man, that was a stacked wow. card. Very
2: stacked. That wasn't even <laughs> Rise of a Champion. That was like a month after.
0: Yeah, it was like a month or two after. It was like April That's or May.
3: Like, Star and Stone on a regular
0: basis. <sighs> I miss them. I miss Dude. them so much.
3: I do too, and every time I see Martin on um, on NXT or Two Hundred Five, I'm like, see please come back and yeah. bring Oni, and please bring Oni with you."
0: Well, I wish Two Hundred Five and NXT guys could do the evolve thing where that they, would be awesome, where they do both. You know what I mean? But right. that won't happen. Uh, would be amazing though. All right, so. While we're all sad now, because we remember what used to be, yeah, we should probably pick pick up with Double or Nothing. Uh, the buy-in, we, just, we or, might
3: need to stamp this show and be like, if you want to skip all of us reminiscing about PWX and things before COVID,
0: uh, like twenty seven forty five. So got it. Okay, oh, um, thirty minutes already. Oh, yeah, Lord. this is what happens <laughs> when we about, don't see each other.
3: We, we talked about shoppers. That's true reckless people i um, mean her. you would think that we don't have an almost daily um chat going
0: on i mean we do <laughs> but uh, no, I- all right so what i was happy about with the buy-in it was only 30 minutes and that's yeah. perfect for a pre-show tell me what the matches are show me a couple packages and give me one good solid match so perfect pre-show this was great
3: yeah we had to go back and watch the pre-show so we had to like go through it. like we had it on that we had it on YouTube and it was just showing the double or nothing thing forever and Nikki's like this is working right we had to like fast cause forward. we were doing like other stuff and I was like well I'm just gonna let it play I'll start in a minute and like every couple minutes I was like this is just yeah
0: the, the buy-in doesn't do well on YouTube I don't yeah. know why but I've had that issue too cause it's supposed to be free on YouTube and it never w- wants to work
3: yeah, I mean, it worked, but it was just a... I had to just a board, like, 30 to 40-something minutes. Yeah, it took forever.
0: Yeah. Weird. And then by was... the
3: time we got to it, we had missed some of the match and had to, like, rewind it so we could watch the whole thing, so... Um,
1: I was
2: at Golda's Place watching the show with him, and uh, I connected... Uh... Uh, the show from my phone to his smart tv as a brand new tv and um later on in the show it starts getting all weird and messed up so there are some parts i missed from the show and it and uh there, the main event i'm glad i didn't miss so oh my god <laughs> that, was, that, we'll, that was we'll the get best. there but,
0: we'll yeah, get there
2: but um but yeah it, i don't even know what the problem was and then we had to use his computer to watch the rest of the show and everything.
3: So See, and I don't I,
0: know what's up. I know they have the deal with BR Live, but I need them yeah. to make it easier for me to stream. You know? Yeah.
3: We, we used, because uh, we found out, I don't know if it's been this way all along that you could watch Bleacher Report from two different um, two different devices, um, or if this was a new thing, but we used, we watched with Matthew, um, but we we had some family things going on. So we started the pay-per-view late and then trying to log in by the time we tried to log in, it was like 8:20, So we're obviously 20 minutes into the pay-per-view and couldn't log in. Like it kept, uh, it kept kicking me out huh. every time. Like I'd put in like the, I'd get to the login screen and like start putting in the email address and it would kick me out and take me all the way back to the home screen. And like it was, it was only Bleacher Report that was doing it. I mean, uh, our Live that was doing it wasn't like any of the other apps, and it took us ten minutes who, probably to log in. Who
0: owns Bleacher Report? Like big boy company?
3: Um, not sure. I, should, I feel like I should know this. Let me look.
2: But I'm, um, but yeah, I um, think everybody was like trying
0: to log in at once.
3: Yeah, you know? which makes sense. But I was like twenty minutes in, and we still can't.
0: Y'all remember though how the network used to oh, just struggle every pay-per-view? This is why.
3: Yeah. TBS owns them. Who does? PBS.
0: Okay. So Turner owns Bleacher Report, right?
3: Yep, they bought them uh, and, in 2012.
0: And Turner is owned by Warner. So, here's my pitch. HBO Max comes out like tomorrow. tomorrow. Let's just start doing AEW on HBO Max. Cause oh,
2: I. Speaking of, I did see a rumor that about AEW Dark going to HBO Max. I don't know how true that is.
0: That's interesting. I, I would but imagine I they would do about both. It. The the yeah. thing about Max is, there's a few things they like got exclusive to draw people in, but I don't think they're they're not trying to be anybody's one stop shop, like. They're not trying to keep you from having the other services too. Right. So, right. They're like, look, you already have HBO. Have a little extra. Um, But yeah. I. But they need to find a company or player or whatever that's consistent and solid. Go hire the people that Vince just fired that did the network and have them build the AEW network. I don't know. I would pay for that.
2: <laughs> the thing is though they don't have a lot of content right now so eh, true. maybe late maybe later on like maybe a year or two they'll probably but do i it. mean
0: would you have thought dc comics would have had enough content for their own streaming service uh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what i'm saying like everything yeah. gets its own streaming service at this point Touché. yeah that is true uh but anyway, they gotta fix that if they're gonna be charging fifty dollars for pay-per views yeah
2: and I was a little hesitant about buying it because I want to support aew but having a show without fans for 50 bucks and I and it's probably just maybe a pay-per-view deal that they have, which is why they still have it for 50 bucks but I was a little hesitant but I'm like I want to support them so I figured what the hell you know yeah so.
0: It yeah. was worth it, though. It, it, was, it was worth every penny if you paid it. Yeah. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, all right, I wonder how many more buys they would get if they dropped it to, like, 30.
3: Well, they did really well. They um, The report out today, that's... I, I don't know. It wasn't confirmed as of when I heard about it. They did 100,000 buys, which is what they typically Damn. do. Yeah, they typically do that anyway, so... For them, that's really, really good. But that Obviously. means it,
0: they're it, it was, their people. Yeah. It's conflicting
2: because I think because last year was hundred k buys for double or nothing. Too, you know, it, it's, so.
3: Yeah, it's been. But I mean, considering this economy, I think that's impressive that they were able to stay with on pace from last year. Yeah. Because most people aren't dropping $50 on a lot of things. Well, I and mean,
0: that was part of why I didn't pay for it. I was like... Eee, 50 bucks right now is a yeah. good chunk of change
3: well and that's why it mm-hmm. worked out because like we split it with Matthew and so, yeah. <laughs> it's Boulder, and so it was way cheaper and it yeah. was if I had the $50 I would gladly pay it but with everything else going on it worked if, the way my budget is, right. <laughs> is set up Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> we're, we're all okay. running tight right now Yeah. yeah. um yeah. So it's probably a good thing there's no indie wrestling because I'm not buying shirts or pins or anything.
3: Yeah. I did to buy that new Revolt shirt. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, we did go ahead and buy the new Revolt shirt.
0: Do you think it's going to get taken down by July? No. Okay. Uh, but, I,
3: think they're, I think they're good. I'm hoping so. I'm, it sounds like their lawyer is a lot more confident than those other pe- the other people's lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting hit with... They, I mean, they just got hit with another cease and desist yep. on Friday from WWE, so but I think...
0: They should have known better on that one. They should have Yeah, the, yep. yeah, yeah
3: that's should've. exactly what he said. So that's...
2: They, they, that, they, like, that was a total douchey do, do move that they did.
0: Yeah, know. They also... It's... Though, if they had a good lawyer, they could have argued, well, it's a parody of those images, so therefore the shirt doesn't need to come down.
3: But considering their lawyer they tried to <laughs> tried to argue revolt by saying that people don't get it confused by the Midnight Express and the Rock and Roll Express. Yes, so they do. They should All the get... time. I was like, that's your... And it... what was the Ultimate Warrior and... Uh...
0: The Road Warriors.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I <was> like,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, also, I like, like people do get them confused. Yeah,
3: I'm like slapping the on the front of the revolt doesn't change anything. Putting the on front of Dark Order doesn't make me think it's a completely different faction. I would if I, somebody said, "Oh, well, we're the Dark Order," and I would, I automatically assume. So you're the same Dark Order from AEW.
0: <laughs> yep, it's true. Uh, all right, so the match was Private Party versus Best Friends, and I thought it was fantastic.
3: Agreed. I
0: agree, too. I loved it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, because
3: I was, I'm really, I really like Private Party a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm very impressed with them, um, especially because they've not been together, uh, clearly, as long as, you know, Trent and Chucky have, and so they have, Trent and Chucky just had the automatic, just smoothness together, but Private Party, like, they're just so on point, and they're innovative, and they're fun, and, Well, yeah. and I
0: like Private Party, I mean, obviously, they're signed to AEW. They could say, cool. We've made it. We don't need to innovate anymore. We don't need to do anything new. We'll just be that high flying tag team that isn't the Young Bucks. Right. But they don't. They keep doing stuff. They keep adding new moves. So I was like, All right, all right, y'all have my attention.
3: I, I really because <laughs> yeah. I was at first um I was kinda confused about the like I just why they were the number one contenders when if we're going by F records are so important like best friends clearly have the best record and then private party technically they skipped over dark order because evil uno and sue grayson are in are in second but then i was wondering if part of it was i don't know if they're um staying away from everything because of covid and maybe they chose not to be there but then somebody made a good point that you know Um, just because of the way the shows have been, best friends have been able to be there. So they've been able to improve their record while private party and other tag teams haven't been able to been, to be there. So, you know, this gives them, I guess that match gives it a a little bit more fairness to it. Um, Which, so I thought that was, I was like, I, I can, if they're, I mean, just because they put such an emphasis on record, I was like, I was kind of surprised at first, but I was like, you know, that, that does make sense. Um, that they were doing it that way to kind of make it a little bit more fair i guess
0: they pick and choose when to talk about the record
3: yeah they do it's
0: that's probably if i'm getting super nitpicky like i love the product but that i could like you could throw that away and i wouldn't notice i'd be like all right we're good
2: Yeah, I'm wondering if they're like starting to not care about the records.
3: Well, they need like to these. not because they made that was such a big sticking point um, of how they're different than WWE, and they want to be considered. You know, if they want wrestling to be taken as seriously as other sports. Then, if that's going to be a hill they die on, then they need to keep up with it well,
0: because And then, if you look at like Archer and Brody Lee. Only been around for five or six matches, yet they both had championship shots,
3: yeah, and yeah, I can see like where the argument came from that it was, and so that's kind of how brody because Brody got that shot because he stole the belt, and so that's how they could break that in because I think technically wasn't it wasn't Cody like had the best win.
0: Yeah, Cody's been the number one contender for, like, Right.
3: They can't use him because he made the stipulation that if he lost to Jericho that he couldn't. So, like...
0: Man, fucking MJF. What a piece of shit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, I was like, I I can understand them being creative, and they have to... In this situation, I think they, obviously, they have to be with the way COVID is. It took people... I mean, even Moxley, because I wrote an article about why he should win and he had wrestled three times since winning the title and just once was a title shot and it right. was that whole J- Jake Hager match, oh. which I I hated that match. And that I don't match know who was his, And it has nothing to do with Moxley. It's just I can't stand Jake Hager and I just didn't I had no interest in that match whatsoever. Um That was
2: probably the worst
3: was terrible because I can't can listen to Hager talk. He has no personality whatsoever. And it What's does,
0: interesting, uh, though, Hager had no personality in those packages, but then when they started doing the Bubbly Bunch, he wasn't as bad. Like, just, he, he, yeah. he had stuff. a couple of good lines in the Bubbly Bunch stuff.
3: That's because it was written for him.
0: Yeah, he, but <laughs> he, had, he had, like, actual energy and enthusiasm, and, like, they were giving him really good one-liners. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Y'all just keep doing that with Jake Hager. I don't need to see him wrestle. I don't need to see him standing there looking like a moron. Just... Wife either.
3: Oh, God, the stuff they did with his wife was awful.
0: Yeah. She's just
3: as annoying as he is. I was like,
0: no, no, don't bring her in anymore. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, back to Private Party and Best Friends. This this was awesome. I feel like it could have been on the main show. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, and I think
3: good that they have matches like that on the buy-in so that people will, we'll tune in. will watch it.
0: Do you think there are a lot of people who see a pre-show and are like, oh, let me check out this match, and then decide to buy the pay-per-view?
3: Maybe if it wasn't
0: $50. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm thinking. If it was like $20? I,
3: mean, I mean, out of all of the matches on that card, which one is the one that you give away to potentially entice people, I think that would be the one, because you're clearly not going to put the ladder match, you know, on the pre-show
0: and... It depends who you're trying to entice. If you're trying to get young, new fans, absolutely right call. If you're trying to get older people back, you put Dustin Rhodes on.
3: That match...
0: We'll we'll get get to that. Yeah, we'll get to it, but... (laughs) I'm I'm just saying, like, it really depends who you're targeting.
3: That's true. Yeah. I Um, think they're going to target the people with, I guess, more disposable income in this situation. would be
0: the older people.
3: I think in this case, it would be the younger people. Because if they don't have the commitments of a mortgage and certain bills and things like that, Mm -hmm. or children, then they may have a little bit more disposable income. But then, on the other hand, you're right. Some of the older people would have...
0: Yeah, (laughs) because... you used to be able to live on an entry-level factory job. You can't do that right. anymore. Yeah. No. Touche. So, but anyway, um, no, this, yeah, this match really was great. Match I'm just, up. I'm curious yeah. how many people see the buy-in or like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll buy this now.
3: I wonder if there's some way that, I'm sure there's somebody who has some kind of statistic who, like, looks to see, like, how pre sell like how uh, pre-shows contribute to direct buys. But then how do you tell if you're watching on YouTube, if they're the one, like, if they're I mean, I guess
0: it's just the number. I guess I would look at the number number when the pre-show started, and the number when the pre-show was over. Yeah. Yeah. And like, again, I don't dislike the pre-show. I think AEW does it right. I don't need two hours of Rosenberg and Oh, talking absolutely yeah. agreed but um also I'm then curious if also actually helps
3: people who prove who do the who watch the buy-in and decide to buy but then have problems logging into bleacher report and change their mind because they can't log in yep,
0: yep. yeah which is why they need a better format yeah yeah uh-huh. and i'm
3: sure they'll get there and i'm sure covid makes it harder to kind of get some of these things in place but it's it's got. I would hope it's something that they're looking at, especially when Fight is available outside the U.S. That these people can watch for 19.99. Because I know a lot of people who use a VPN and then subscribe to Fight through a different country so that they can watch it for 20 bucks.
0: I hadn't even thought about doing that. Yes, hmm. I could. Yeah, could. I probably won't because that's a lot of extra effort.
3: but But yeah so there are people who will do
0: it yeah um all right any other highlights of this match
3: the tribute private
0: private party party
3: really nice a really nice touch and i I was just
2: about to ask that yeah
3: (laughs) For <laughs> Matthew, Samantha, I didn't know he was gonna say it. God. <laughs> All right, Matthew, go, go ahead.
2: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You go ahead. You, you, you're starting to explain everything. So, <laughs>
3: no, I was just hey, I really like that they put that that commentary. Put it over to to make it make sure that people realize like what it was and why they did it.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. That
3: uh, was. Well, nice especially after the beginning because we since we watched we ended up watching um the casino match the next day we missed all well, of we the beginnings got some so, of it well yeah but we so we but we missed like the little tribute that they did to shad at the very beginning which yeah i, thought, I really like that intro package yeah I, um, did too.
0: I really like excalibur and taz together because they're serious enough and know the moves to, like, be able to please the analytical fans. But every yeah. once in a while you can tell, like, they're just trying to make each other break on the microphone. Yes. <laughs> and it's fantastic. I, yeah. I love yeah, that.
3: Yeah. I really enjoy them. I hope that we'll, we'll talk about why Taz is doing other things short in a few minutes. But I'm hoping that that doesn't take, his new job doesn't take away from his promise. Yeah.
2: He did commentary for Dark tonight, so maybe there's hope that he'll still be on commentary.
0: hope so. I don't see why not. We'll see. All right, so uh, that leads us to the main show. Uh, Uh And we opened with the ladder match, and I figured...
3: Coming in hot.
0: Yeah, I figured they were going to open with a ladder, because obviously they were going to close with the stadium. So I was like... That
3: was the perfect way to sandwich that show. yeah,
0: Yeah. They... They did a really good job. There was a little drag in the middle for me, and we'll get there. But other yeah. other than that, they did a really good job with the pacing. Um, mm-hmm. So, this match, if you didn't watch it, I don't know why you're listening to it to us. Because
3: you're not going to spoil everything. <laughs> yeah.
0: Orange Cassidy versus Joey Janela, who replaced an injured Phoenix, versus Luchasaurus versus Scorpio Sky versus Frankie Kazarian versus Darby Allen.
3: Versus and what a card so just with that talent just versus
0: Colt Cabana versus a mystery entrant who this was going to be his first debut.
3: Who was not Drew Gulak. <laughs> yeah,
0: unfortunately he's, unfortunately, he's gone back to jail.
3: Um, uh, why did you do this to yourself? Well, because apparently, his, I'm hoping his agent helped him out. And they said, I read something about how because he didn't let things, they made sure nothing leaked. Beforehand, apparently WWE was very impressed with that—that he didn't like try to be like, well, my contract, and then let me see if New Japan will help me drive up the price, because a lot of people have been using AEW to drive up the price um, to get re-signed, and apparently they really appreciated that. And so they like he's supposed to be filming this week.
0: Good guy Gulak. We love him. Um, So the little video packages they played of everybody talking about this match were fantastic, fantastic. Yes, especially yes. orange Cassidy's <laughs> like, wait how do I win you got to use the ladder <laughs> man and get the
3: follow-up with him actually entering and then going straight to Excalibur to, like reinforce that package
0: like, how hard. do I win <laughs> yeah. yeah and, and Excalibur and being like Tony told you literally 200 times
3: and his reaction of him <laughs> tossing his head back, like, he looks like Napoleon Dynamite with his yeah. like
0: yeah.
3: I could just hear it.
0: Like, <laughs> oh, my God, that's going to be so much work. Uh, yeah. It was so good.
3: That two minutes was, like, the best part of the whole match. Yeah. yeah. Of him, like, doing Perfect. whatever he did. But before we get into our low of Orange Cassidy, the thing at the, the, where they had of Havoc and kip and penelope that was great fantastic. somebody on twitter called them the new adams family <laughs> <laughs> right. oh, that's perfect <laughs> so that's what nikki and i've been calling them the last few days <laughs> i i loved it and i love jimmy havoc's uh, suit and yeah,
0: yeah um, i love
2: the
3: suit
0: outfit. it's so amazing i'm glad kip sabian proved himself and Me like can too. do character work because i really liked him when they started and to oh, see yeah. him just coming in and killing it every time I'm like yeah. all right cool this yeah, is good. Yeah, I
3: really enjoyed what he's done. Um,
0: they and he, they have a yeah. mid card heel ready when MJF becomes the main okay. heel when Jericho leaves.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um but yeah great I just, match let's, overall. Let's, uh a couple spots where were a little that. sloppy. But, yeah.
3: And that's yeah, good, especially, especially in a match like that.
0: Well, and it was outside, so who knows about the wind and the, you know, there could have been condensation on the ladders and the ropes and all that mess. So. I
3: like how they got Darby. Because Darby was obviously one of the favorites to, for the match, especially because they want him to have the ti- he Because he would have got the shot at the, uh, the title. So I was like, Dar- that was a good way to write Darby out of most of the match by having him do that crazy-ass- I preview. forgot he was even
2: Ooh. in- we- Darby is a
3: freaking maniac, man. we yep. yeah. missed, obviously, a lot of the match, so the first I, time we I forgot. And then he, like, yeah. shot up out of somewhere, and I was like, oh. it was like, well, he's done dying in some <laughs> place. <laughs> <Interventor>. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was
0: pulled, He pulled he was the, the Royal, Royal Rumble. Injured.
3: When we turned it on, we had missed every single entrant- So we turned it on and I was like, oh, Brian Cage was the night was the surprise person because he's just randomly on my TV. So
0: (laughs) So I want to talk about that for a second. If you look at WWE's vacant guy they used to use. Yeah. He's very Brian Cage shaped. Oh, yeah. So Mm -hmm. I used to have a running joke that whenever it was like vacant mystery partner, I'm like, it's Brian Cage. (laughs) <laughs> and then, for the first time ever, when I quit that joke like three years ago, because they changed the name of the bacon guy, it's fucking Brian Cage. Me
3: and Nikki. Used to just, I don't know why it became this running joke with us in WWE whenever would, would be like a surprise person. We'd be like, it's Big Stevie Ray. And I don't even remember how this started with us. Because we were, uh, we loved Harlem well, Heat. Yeah. And, <laughs> I guess we just wanted him because, to be there because of Booker. Because we missed him. And so, so it was. just became this running joke for years. And then he just randomly popped up. And we were like, oh, oh my right. God. Now I was it like, that joke is, is finally true after like. 12 years. Yeah,
0: that's that's what happened with me and Brian Cage this time.
3: <laughs> um,
0: I really like you Brian Cage.
3: Enough, you can will it into the universe.
0: <laughs> I really like Brian Cage. I know a lot of people don't. But for a guy, and I know he probably uses illegal substances, I don't care. The guy can move. He looks like a monster. He acts like a monster. I enjoy his work.
3: Yeah, I was never really one way or another about him, like I was I guess kind of a different, like I thought, I mean, from the little bit I saw of him on Impact, like I enjoyed I didn't like go out of my way to like watch his matches or anything, but I was, um, I thought he did really well in this match um, and I like the idea of having another monster, um, besides Wardlow who just stands there, well, I like I mean. him. he's agile uh, he's very agile, and
0: he's I was really proud of them because they had the opportunity to do the big monster spot. They always do where all the other guys beat them down and then they stand up and go raw and throw him right. off. They didn't yeah. do it. Yeah. And I'm like, Ooh, yeah. I like well, this.
3: The way that they actually did take him down. <laughs> starting yeah. by Just keep
0: stacking shit on top of him.
3: Yes. Or, well, but then starting by having orange Cassidy jump on his back. <laughs> yeah. And just kind of like, but he keeps going, and then they all eventually, because they're dragging Orange down, that that's kind of what loosens Brian Cage down to pull him down. I thought that was an interesting way to do it, and I thought yeah. it was really cool. Oh, also, when we went back to rewatch this match, I know this was kind of like away from what we were just saying, but when we first started watching the match, I was like, oh, what? Kazarian is coming to be, um, to start this match? And I was like, oh, wait. Scorpio Sky is the second. They, they... I think it's an A. I think it's an AEW rule that every pay per view, either the buy in or the main card has to start with an SCU member. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an unwritten rule because <laughs> it started at all. It started at all in because they were the first. Because um, SCU was the yeah, first.
0: that's right.
3: I and was so, like, why don't we um, like a yeah, so like those? Like, cause no, yeah, I was they're, like, because they're, they're
0: I solid. Yeah, they're solid and they appeal to everybody in some way.
3: Yeah, Touche. Exactly.
0: So no, true. I mean, I'm not mad at it. We'll have to test that theory as the pay-per-views go on. And yeah. be like, all right, did it start with a SEU? Yes. All right, check. It's officially an AEW pay-per-view. <laughs>
3: Yeah, because i like, is it even an AEW pay-per-view if they don't start off on a show <laughs> one way or another? I <laughs> um. really enjoyed it, and I want them to hit. Uh, what I took away from it when I watched it the first time, and we only saw the latter part of it where they were just beating, the, where they were all attacking Orange Cassidy. It was like they all fear him. <laughs> and
0: As they, they should.
3: They should just make him champions and stop being cowards coward yep. and make it happen. <laughs> because... Re-
0: or he's first- gonna be the first yeah. AEW Triple Crown champion.
2: <laughs> yes,
0: okay. totally by accident. <laughs> like he's gonna pull our an truth and just show up places, but instead of it being the wrong time, it'll be the absolute right time.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Make it happen. Um, <laughs> that r- I'm surprised you haven't brought up the thing about how we didn't know somebody was in the crowd until.
0: Oh. So- Oh, no, 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 not
3: y'all. Oh, yeah. We, I turned on the pay per view and I was like, Who is this loud person? And then screeching, and then they panned to the crowd like two minutes later, and I was like, Vicky Guerrero, I (laughs) should have known.
0: Well, and the other very feisty person in the crowd, we all should have known because she used to sit behind us at PWX, (laughs) touche. Love you, Swole. Wish you had been in the ring.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. We, we miss
3: you, but we're so proud of she, you. Yeah, I had a couple of tweets about her because she said, I was like, I tweeted that Lance Archer feared her and That's that, who else did I say feared her? Um, it was uh, Brody. She got in yeah. a couple
0: people's face and I was like. Yeah, yeah. It was like,
3: And then, well, Lance tweeted her the next day and she was like right back at him and so. She's. I was like, I'm so glad she's back because she's been fun as hell. At, oh. in the crowd and just getting up on these people's faces and yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I,
0: I love the non-working workers being the crowd. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's entertaining. Yep. It can set up storylines. Uh-huh. It, it is and the I, right call.
3: Yeah, and I like the hills versus. I like the hills versus. The, yeah, the hills
0: the have their side. The faces have their side. It's great. Yeah, I love it. And so we know that there's
3: somebody. And at least it. they get chairs because last night on Raw, with the PC, the the PC people and the NXT people, they all had the social distance six like, feet apart behind plexiglass. They didn't even get fucking chairs to have <gasps> to for three hours. Yeah, no. somebody was like, "Why are you punishing them by making them watch Raw for three hours?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've been watching a shit ton of Hell's Kitchen. So uh-huh. they, they must have lost a challenge. Like that,
3: that's it. <laughs> it must be it. And it was weird because it was like they have people like um, Shotzi and Swerve and stuff like that. And then there was people that I have never seen before. Yeah, but one of the first people we saw when they we realized like they had plexiglass on that, it was um, uh, Danny Johnson. Oh, yeah, Simone. And it's yeah, I mean, that was the right thing. Yeah, they have, Just kidding. Yeah, Simone was out there. Um, the Rock's daughter.
0: Nice. She was there. We were like. Uh... Yeah,
3: Stoke was there, and they were like. They were WWE. I can't remember if it was USA. One of them called him something. Uh, Raw Hater of the Year contender or something like that.
2: <laughs> that was USA. Yeah.
3: <laughs> they were giving him shit, so that was that was
0: actually pretty funny, because I try not to pay attention to their account, because... So, they're they're outside of Orange Cassidy, obviously, who is your MVP of this ladder match?
3: Who was my MVP, or who did I want to win? The
0: MVP. <laughs> Completely different of who you want to win.
2: Well, I wanted to say Darby Allen, but he really didn't do
3: that much.
0: Was, he he did one, one spot. Big he, had spot. Yeah.
3: he had the spot yeah. of the match, but I... I mean, I like... What Janella did? That's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe Janella. Oh no, Kaz did. Oh,
2: Janella. He was at one point. He was like, "Fucking motherfucker!" Yeah. And it I was, was <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's pay per view. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, I would say maybe Janella. But I think mean, Kaz. Kaz proved why he was in it because he's been in eleven. You know, I think they said at the beginning he's been in eleven ladder matches. Mm-hmm. He clearly knows what he's doing. Yeah. He was about a lot of the things, I don't know. Probably between him and Janela.
0: I am more and more impressed with Luchasaurus every time I see him. Yes,
3: he, I,
0: yeah,
3: I he. Yeah. This match was big for him, for people to realize that he's not just comedy. Yeah. And he's he can do. He can go. Yeah. Just, I think this match was really good for him to show that, um, and I enjoy. I know it involves Orange Cassidy, but I enjoyed the spot where they got Marco involved with the little ladder.
0: (laughs) Yes. fun size ladder. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, However, BT is kind of like messed. Not really messed him up with this, but now whenever I see Luchasaurus, I have to... I don't know if you've seen this. Matthew has been watching. No, I know Matthew knows, but um, there is this thing on BT where Luchasaurus has lost his tail, and he's been... Doing all this stuff, trying to figure out what happened and like where it went, and all this stuff. Well, at one point, he, um, I guess is like <laughs> supposed to be his mom, yeah. No, well, I know that, but he's like, Oh, yeah, because he, um, he got drugs from uh PJ Black, and all right, supposed <laughs> to <help him> find, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was helped to help him like find like meditate and find his core and find everything, uh, his tail and all that. Who the
0: hell is PJ Black? Who's he working for right now? Uh, ring of honor yeah uh, okay and,
3: uh, he's, he's like he's supposed to be talking to his mom and like all of a sudden his mom's like i have big old jurassic titties and then like what big for, uh, <laughs> like um or she's like um they're big fossilized titties and i just want you to know that and which is like mother it's like, like any time I see him or, like, hear his name, I'm like, Big fossilized Titties. <laughs> big all Jurassic Titties. Yeah. Or anything dinosaur-related. Yeah. Like, or I'll just say it just because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, why not? Oh, yeah, so he, he, yeah, and I
3: guess not really ruined it, but yeah, that's what I think of, too. So. All like,
0: right, fair enough. <laughs> it's hard, It's hard to not think of that, like, once you hear it. You know, yeah now whenever but, uh, i see luchasaurus that it's like when yeah. i see tom phillips i'm like oh the face fucker himself
3: yep yeah exactly um yep.
0: but anyway okay so ladder match was great good kickoff A little the sloppy ending, in spots but I,
3: wanted, I want to go back before we leave this the match i'm completely fine with brian cage winning because it was pretty obvious that mm-hmm. the surprise entrant would win even though i wanted it to be scorpio sky um I thought the ending seemed like it was a little slow. Like it didn't kind of climax. I guess it was just—I don't know if it was just the crowd. I don't. I can't figure out exactly what it was. It just seemed like it was like all this buildup, and then the end was just I felt. The ending just felt a little off to me, and I can't figure out exactly what it was. For um, me,
0: for me, this was a ladder match that wasn't about brutality. It was about the characters. Yeah and I yeah. think that gave it a very different vibe.
3: Maybe that's but, what it is. That
0: is because that, okay. like I would not show this to someone as their first AEW match. Okay. I, like if no. I was if I had a friend who didn't watch wrestling and I was like no, I, I want to get them, you into this.
3: I would I, show them the uh the uh the Stadium what,
0: Stampede, yeah. Absolutely.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah but yeah. uh I, I'm thinking that's what it was. Like I'm used to ladder matches. Like I think of the oh first god, I think name opportunity was knocks, where we all thought we were gonna die because ladders were flying.
3: Yeah, out of the ring.
0: Pineapple
3: Pete almost died. So yeah, yeah. he about that. True. He about what did he say? He about oh god, open up hard way. I saw <laughs> him going towards him. I know. Me and
0: said they're like ah, oh my god, Pineapple
3: <laughs> like, Pete. Be. Protect Shug. <laughs> yes, protect Shug get off off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I'm wondering if that's why The ending Maybe felt that, weird
3: that? Maybe that's what it is
0: Because like Usually it's like here's all these Flips and all these things And all these different ladder tricks There wasn't right. a lot of that
3: Right, right. there wasn't
0: um, Which I'm fine with But so
3: yeah it's a Way better ending than the money in the bank ladder match though. So.
0: No, let's not go there
3: no, I'm just I, saying. Yeah. I'm mad I
0: watched Money in the Bank. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. And what really upset me most is I went on the internet and people loved it.
3: Yeah, yeah. I thought, too, oh, you we know, watched the same match or... Because <laughs> I did not like it. I yeah. thought it was good.
0: And I didn't like... I made the miss. This... Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I didn't like all the shout-outs to history that were literally just cameos. If you're yeah. gonna, if yeah. you're gonna shout out history, have them get involved somehow, you know?
3: They tried way too hard. Like, it's like they knew they wanted to try to be on the same level as the Boneyard match and the, the, uh, Firefly Funhouse match. And so they, they just tried way too hard. Yeah. And I think it was obvious.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Cause they don't know how to make things make sense either. They can't just,
0: let things
3: happen organically it's gotta be forced yeah yeah but, but
0: yeah. that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> all right next up was probably my biggest surprise of the show because i went into this match not really caring not that i dislike jungle boy but i wasn't that invested in this mjf versus jungle boy Outside of Stadium Stampede, was the best match on the show.
3: Yeah, that was. Yeah. I knew it was going to be good just because. As much as MJF is a douchebag, he's very good at what he does, mm-hmm. and Jungle Boy is very. He's especially to be as young as he is. He's really. I mean, NMGF obviously is young because Jr. only said it fourteen times. Yeah. But, um. So I think just I I was excited for it just to see kind of what would happen, and I think they prove that they can, they'll both be faces of AEW at some point, And they are probably, as long as they are in AEW, they will be rivals. They'll be, that'll be a rival that they can go to and then they can go off and do their own things and then eventually they come back again. Like, I think that could be a few that we see in AEW for a really long time.
0: Yeah, when, when the Elite yeah. are gone, MJF and Jungle Boy are going to be top of the card.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: um, they killed it. They got me invested. They told a story like, and man, they, they killed it. It
3: wasn't like this big fancy story. It was just a typical pill versus baby face but they told it in such a way that it was like, I guess, refreshing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't even know. There are certain people you put them together, and there's just something about it. Yeah. MJF and jungle boy are two of those people.
3: Yeah. And it was just like the spot where they were standing on their head, like where they both kind of thought the same thing at the same time and kind of went into the bridge position. Oh
0: God. I loved that when they were smacking each other upside down.
3: Yeah. That's one
0: of the best things I've ever seen.
3: Yeah. They just, and even like the near falls and stuff, they were, I mean, clearly we knew there were going to be near falls, but they were, I don't know, I guess not obvious. Near and that definitely was a match where it could have gone one way or another the entire time, and they kept you interested the whole time. Like I think, and I like, I was pissed when MJF won.
0: <laughs> As you should be. That's the right. only no. way you should feel when MJF wins. Yeah, you should be angry and contemplate throwing something at your television.
3: Right, and I he know he does a then, Good I job. they protected man. Jungle Boy, and it was the smart thing. Like I. I get like all of the logical stuff but like emotionally <laughs> it pisses me off because I think Jungle Boy is good enough to beat him especially <clears> good <throat> enough to beat almost beat Jericho and this but I think Jungle Boy needed this match even with the loss I think it reminds people oh yeah he did almost beat Jericho oh yeah mm-hmm. he could probably be mm-hmm. by himself he doesn't necessarily have to be in Jurassic Express like he could do his own stuff, like he could be a solo guy, like a he, like a Scorpio guy doesn't necessarily need, like it's great that he's in SCU, but Scorpio guy doesn't need SCU, and I think that Jungle Boy proved that he can be his own thing.
0: The the only issue I have with that, with Jungle Boy being on his own, is him and Luchasaurus have the best shirt in AEW. Yes, um, yeah, that like so you when
3: Thing where they never break up, but they always root for the other one. Yeah, and maybe their whole thing is to get Jungle Boy a title.
0: That would be awesome. <laughs> I'm all for that. They
3: never break them up. Like I would. Get, are you gonna write an AEW? I mean, a DDT article about this? <laughs> I'm she like, should. I'm gonna pitch it oh. tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, listen, this is my story.
0: <laughs> also, can we please Man. note that Jr. cannot stand. To just call him Jungle Boy.
3: I think it's just a habit. I think because he started saying it early on and now he just can't. But I guess. It's
0: funny though because he kept changing it. He'd be like Jack Perry, Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy Jack, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Like back (laughs) to back to back. It's like, dude. When is he,
3: when he's like older and is like 35, are they, I mean, of course he'll still be Jungle Boy, but like it's almost like, you well, know, man scout. <laughs> well, that's different. Yeah, know. I guess the I young know.
0: bucks are still the young bucks.
3: That's true. Yeah. Well, and I guess it also goes yeah. back to like boys, in the men and backstreet boys. They're still that. It's I said just, that's a man scout way too early. I said it before without thinking. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, it, yeah. it, it annoys me less, but when he started doing it at the beginning, it drove me crazy every single time. But now I'm just used to it, and so I kind of I just kind of tune it out. Yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, I've had no, like, I've had
2: no problem with it. Me. So
0: yeah, I, the this match was one of those things that if I had seen on an indie show near me, I would have uh-huh. been like, all right, that the was something. So, that was something special. That, if you're looking
3: at a yeah. ma- if you're looking at double or nothing as not. I guess the stadium stampede's is a novelty match and technically the, the latter matches too. So if you're looking at like pure match, then that would be match of the night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely. Uh, it was really, really good.
3: Yeah. yeah. And I'm and really then, interested to see where this goes and like, if they, conti- if they continue the stuff with jungle boy or kind of separate them some and because somebody has the hand MJF his first loss. Which it should be Jungle Boy, but like, I wonder if they're going to kind of let MJF kind of go wrestle some other people and somehow bring it back together where it's Jungle yeah, Boy I and would, Jungle Boy finally gets... I almost
0: camp. wish MJF and Cody hadn't just gotten done, because the next yeah. logical step for MJF would be a belt. Right. But, but he's I was not thinking maybe they would save Max. that match
2: for later on. Yeah. It,
3: that's probably why so, they gave him that ring, though. I mean, they need to do more with it, but I think that's why they gave him that ring because yeah. they knew nobody was... He wasn't going to get a title anytime soon. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think he gets... I think if we're looking at it that way, MJF gets the title before Jungle Boy and Scorpio Sky, though I think Scorpio Sky will be a champion within the next 12 to 18 months.
0: Well, and also... Or he should be. It's a lot easier in an, with the way things are right now. It's a lot easier to book a heel champion than a babyface champion.
3: True. Touché.
0: So, yeah. you know, how easy would it be? MJF can't come. Cool. He's sitting in his mansion complaining about his hangnail, keeping the belt hostage. <laughs> Nobody can challenge for it.
3: Right. You Touché. know,
0: versus the babyface, you have to explain why they're not there.
3: That's true. Well, and they kind of well, Mox just was like, "I'm not here." <laughs> you can he's,
0: get away with it with Mox though, cause he's, because
3: he's he just does whatever the fuck he yeah, wants. Yeah, so. that's
0: kind of his demeanor. Yeah, but um, I'll I'll talk about Mox in a, in yeah, a little bit. We'll get to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, MJF and Jungle Boy really, really like woke me up for this show. I was like. Yeah. Uh, okay. AEW. I, I see what you're doing. Bring it. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go. And
3: it was smart to put that on where they did, like right after the ladder match. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was real smart.
2: Yeah. That like I didn't think like this match would be like. I mean, I knew it would be good, but I didn't think it would be that good.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, like I wasn't I wasn't expecting too much uh, from it, but it turned out to be better than I thought.
0: My yeah. it would be my test of a match, like. When I know I really have something good is when I'm like, okay, I start watching it. I'm not interested. And by the end of it, I put my phone down and it's all I'm watching. Right. Right. And I'm like, got it. Okay. And this match did that for me. It made me pay attention.
3: Yeah. Right. Exactly.
0: But, um, But yeah. All right. Next match. I was a little disappointed by this one. Um, for the TNT Championship, we've had weeks of build-up for Cody versus Murderhawk, Lance Archer. Um,
3: I just want to start. Saying, okay, here we go. No, I just want to start by saying. I want to start by saying you need to read my motherfucking articles on from DDT, so you, so that you can start booking the way I say in my articles. Whoa. Yes, accurate. But I was just going to say, I've been mad about this for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to make you laugh so that you can't talk. So. yeah it's all good. They're going to call me out like that. <laughs> but I like Lance Archer a lot. <laughs> but I'm pissed, that it was, comes. That pissed at him. It's not Darby <laughs> Allen And it's funny because I'm not even like a huge Darby Allen. Remember when we used to say we didn't get Darby Allen Yeah, that's no, we because was, we two Evolve matches, and that's why we didn't get it. <laughs> and now, then I saw him in AEW, and I was like, oh. You all were like, no, don't watch Evolve matches. Watch <laughs> something like, else. Oh, I him. get it now. So, yeah, I was just. <sighs> he okay. should have, because they should. If they're going to use this title to kind of be a secondary title, and like a, I don't know if it, like they're not calling it a secondary division, but that's the assumption is that it's right. going to be
0: the... It's the, the IC belt. belt. Yeah. I don't see
3: how you don't build a division around Darby Allin.
0: <laughs> so here, here's my thing. You bring in Lance Archer. You show him literally murdering people in a field. Not right. only that, he has been recruited by one of the most sadistic motherfuckers in wrestling history and Jake the Snake... Who has literally been through hell and come back, and has been cutting these promos that just seethe venom
3: until the last two when he got creepy as fuck.
0: Well, yeah, but that's that's yeah. that's old men in wrestling.
3: Yeah, but it's gross.
0: <laughs> Agreed.
3: Twenty twenty, stop making this shit happen.
0: Yeah, stop. <laughs> they lost
3: me. They lost me a lot with with that. Just I, uh, just, the, the, just I don't stuff. think they intended it. No, to be they creepy, don't intend but... it. But when he like got down over Brandy, that was just way too much. I mean I he just... did that with a lot of Yeah, his but it's upon go <laughs> <laughs> talking over me for now. Like it. I'm mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> um I was like I mean, if you think about it like with a uh, with other male wrestlers, he did the same thing. But obviously, as soon as you sit out here, I'm like, no, 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 this it was not good. super fucking creepy. Don't, don't and then the next week, he's like, stay in the kitchen. Right. And we had a conversation, Daily DDT. Well, actually, somebody wrote an article. Well, they were doing their, their like, their, the good and bad of that episode. And they said that <laughs> Jake Roberts went full on incel, which he pretty much did. And so, they've got I... our...
0: I don't like when the old school guys immediately go to gender... Yeah. Yeah. um, And I know... And I get... I know it's cheap heat. Yeah.
3: But but at the same
0: time, stop it. Because that's why this stuff still exists.
3: Especially when, like, his first few promos were incredible. They were so good. They had me. They had my attention. They got me. Like, they wanted... I wanted Lance Archer to win because he was, like, that's his one job he had. He had one job, and that was to finish Cody for Jake, and he gets a title in the process. Like, that's your whole thing. And then they lost me the last two weeks. I'm like, but now I want Cody to win because...
0: Well, (laughs) and my issue is, too, not only that. So let's pretend those two promos didn't happen. Yeah. Let's pretend it's just this giant monster who murders randos from backstage on his way to the ring. Yeah. He just kills people. This is his job. And he has the most sadistic person with him, managing him, helping guide his career. Right. And you book him like this.
3: Right. Right.
0: His first major match, he goes down? Yeah. Why are we scared of him now?
3: Right. Uh, Yeah, that was my Mm -hmm. whole issue. and I I mean, I love Cody Rhodes. And so my issue is not Cody. My issue is... That was the whole, like, what have we done? We just wasted, what, six weeks? At least. Yeah. For not come through. Like, that was the whole point and of And not him.
0: just Cody won, but he won in the most Dolph Ziggler way.
3: Yeah. Well, it was weird. He got
0: beat up for 20 minutes and then yeah. randomly got some momentum, hit a few finishers, and won.
3: Yeah, and I don't like that... I just, I was not a fan of Cody winning in general just because it was the whole. And I mean, I get the argument of like, you're trying to redeem him because he can't because of what happened with the, the world championship. And he can't right now, he can't compete for that. Like, and I get that. And then you have your wife being disrespected and all of that. But then, so then you have all of these things and then Brandy doesn't even come. Like, When I, when she first didn't come out, I was like, Oh, probably because she's coming out with Dustin Rhodes. And then I was like, Oh, well, maybe she's going to sneak attack Jake Roberts when he least expects it and finally gets payback for all the shit he's done to her. She doesn't even show up then. And she tweets, Well, he doesn't need me. Well, then he wins, and you're not, then no one's there to celebrate with him. So this is Cody's first title in AEW. This TNT title is supposed to be a big deal, and not one person came to celebrate with him. And like the belt
0: wasn't done yet.
3: <laughs> yeah, which
0: that oh I my
3: god, understand, that... but I just don't under like. I was just
0: I... mad because it looked like when they changed the tag team belts for Raw, it uh... looked like the same belt. It was a giant <laughs> silver circle and a red belt. I,
3: was like, I don't. Yeah, want... I... So,
2: I'm not a fan of the red Trap at all. Like, I I hate it.
1: Like,
3: I thought that because Cody said that the house on there is the Turner Mansion, which I thought that was kind of cool. And like that now is the
1: cool.
3: the close up of those, like it doesn't look so bad. And I think once they fix the center of it, it'll be okay. But yeah, I don't.
0: It he,
3: but he, he, it red and gold, and I don't. I maybe it's just because I'm not a gold person. I prefer silver, so I don't like the red and gold. I think that looks terrible. When so. They...
0: When they held it up to be like, this is the thing, I was like, that belt looks like shit. And then well, immediately they were like, better, by the it's... way, it's not done yet. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thank God they
3: said that. because. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought it was really weird because nobody from the Elite was out there to celebrate with him. And I was like, mm-hmm. they filmed Stadium Stampede the night before. And even if they didn't, there's still enough of a gap. There was a women's match between that and Dustin so Brandy could have been there but it just it felt like the title didn't really mean anything like you're trying to make this your second most popular belt and it's just the way um, Cody's just crying in the club yeah exactly I was
0: just it felt very weird and I didn't and people are actually starting to turn on face Cody Yeah. Yeah, I
3: see that too. Which I don't have a problem necessarily with Cody winning, and I get the redemption storyline that they're doing with him. Like I can see that, but then for people who are already either anti-elite or they're like, they think that they think AEW is WCW. Putting the title on Cody furthers their point for them, which they're not necessarily right, but in there I can see how they would think that.
0: Well, and my thing is with it, what I would have done is Cody loses this and Mm -hmm. loses it quick. That first blackout, like, and then you have this whole story of Cody being like, what the fuck? I started this whole company. Everyone's turning on me. My best friends. I thought MJF was a friend. He hated me. Maybe the elite hates me. And you have all these storylines that could branch from that.
3: Right. right, and then they even could right. do the because you know he brought like this is the whole reason he brought Aaron Anderson in was to help him win and like why isn't this working and you know um, Jake Roberts is, you know he had it out for my dad he had it out for my brother like if they could have they could have stretched the storyline out longer, right?
0: And it's just one of those things where Cody is better chasing at then he is as a champ
3: oh just like the yeah. ambrose
0: <laughs> pretty much like everybody um very few people are like all right that's a great champion to have right like right. um so i i don't know i thought it was a weird decision i like i said i get why it went on cody right the way it went on cody bothered me
3: yeah and, and then just
0: the belt not being done and all that, I mean it, I wanted to yeah. like this match and I didn't.
3: Well and then the other thing with it is the his first how they're finding somebody for him to wrestle is they're doing another um whatchamacallit? call it? or is it and an open challenge or something or is it an open challenge or it's is it a battle
0: royal. I think. That's
3: right, a battle royal.
0: Uh, I want an open challenge.
3: Yeah, Pineapple right. Pee. A a pee. Apple, like,
0: yeah.
3: So I, I just it feels like they're. I mean, I know they're still limited because of COVID and things like that. So that changes a lot of the way they book things. But it just feels like it would have made more sense if it was Lance if they if it had been Lance Archer and they were doing open challenges. Because who the fuck is gonna challenge Lance Archer?
0: Right. (laughs) Wardlow. Or have have Lance Archer do the heel open challenge where it's like, all right, I got a guy backstage who says he's willing to fight me. And then just murder them, and then after a few weeks of that, the real hero comes out and says, you're not killing them anymore, you and me.
3: Yeah.
1: And
0: then, I don't know, it just made so much more sense to put it on Archer.
3: Me too. I mean, that's what I thought too, and so I'm interested to see how this plays out, but then if Cody's, if Cody's title run, however long it goes, like if it's kind of, this, I don't know if I want to say boring or whatever, but then does that just make the title not mean anything or not be significant because of how it's booked in the beginning? Like, then you're going to have to have a champion like a Darby Allen or a Scorpio Sky or a Jimmy Havoc or something like that. And see, that was the other thing. Like, I mean, I guess the plan was to put it on Cody all along, but I had wondered when they were doing the tournament if the reason it was booked the way it was, was because of who was was available because at the time, Jimmy Havoc wasn't there. Joey Janela wasn't there. Kip Sabian wasn't there. And it was, or no, Kip was, I'm sorry.
0: Unfortunately, AEW is still young enough that they feel like they have to have their belts on people that are going to make people stop. So Cody Mox, Jericho. If my buddy who used to watch WCW is flipping channels, and sees them with a belt, he's gonna be like, wait, what's going on?
3: Right, right. versus yeah. if you
0: put it on Darby, yes, we love Darby. But the rando guy surfing channels is not gonna stop on Darby Allen having a belt. Right.
3: Um, all the logic behind it, but
0: Yeah. It just kinda sucks for those younger guys right now because they're getting such a big stage, but they they're limited by the youth of the company I guess
3: right but it just feeds into the argument that they are no that they just keep putting the belt on WWE guys which is stupid because half of, half of NXT are ring of honor guys but yeah and but, nobody yeah. makes that argument which I mean and it's a stupid argument because everybody has a wrestle somewhere and Lance Archer wrestled in WWE nobody remembers it but he did well but, let's
0: talk about main rosters Seth Rollins Kevin Owens Sami Zayn Cesaro right. You're yeah, right.
3: exactly. So, I mean, the argument is stupid, but it feed, the people who have that argument, this feeds their argument. Mm-hmm. It because, does. So, that's one way that you can get around it. So, like, I get the logic behind it, but if you want to do something fresh and different, then Cody is not the answer.
0: Yep, I agree. Alright, anybody got anything else about Archer and Cody? so. Um...
2: Well, I like like you said like I'm not a big fan of the ending. Like it was just it, I wanted Archer to win, but I I mean, I get like I like you said I get why Cody should have won, but at the same time like I I think it should have just went to Archer instead. But other than that, I I mean, it was okay. It could have been better. Like I expected a good match from that, but it just turned out to be Yeah, awesome. I
3: thought the match was going to be better about Worlds.
0: Well, and yeah. Like, just another thing, like, how scary would Archer be if Cody hit him with, like, five crossroads and he still got up?
2: Yeah. Like, he knows all the shit out of it. He's just like, well, bitch, you didn't put me down. Cody,
0: <laughs> Cody can afford that. Cody can afford his finisher to not work on the monster. Right. Yeah. Some people can't. Like. So where does
3: Archer go from here? I mean, you just yeah. put him with... Well,
0: I mean. Well, that's or- what I'm saying. Like, now they've completely killed all the mystique, all the build. Archer means nothing.
3: Yeah. This whole six weeks was a waste of time, basically. And then, so what does Jake Roberts do? Does he go find somebody else? Or does he stay with Archer?
0: Or does he just creepily carry snakes around and do weird things?
3: No.
2: What if Archer is in the Battle Royal on Wednesday and then he wins and then they get a rematch?
3: At-
0: that's too WWE for me.
3: Yeah, I mean I wouldn't. They're smarter. Though. I was gonna say I wouldn't put it past them, but they're generally smarter when it comes to most things. So I don't think they would do that. But I know that as wrestling fans, we're conditioned to expect things like that.
0: <laughs> When's the next pay per view? Labor Day?
3: Uh, no, fighter yeah,
2: September fifth.
3: No, but they're doing Fighter Fest before that, and Fighter Is
0: Fighter Fest happening?
3: Yes because mox is wrestling brian cage at. Fighter how Red.
0: is but that's the one at the gaming convention right
3: yeah but they're still just doing the pay-per-view and i okay. think
0: from the they didn't
2: confirm to- if it was pay-per-view or not like they didn't say nothing about it i'm hoping it's like, it's
0: like a special be- dynamite show I
3: think but- it's gonna be a free thing but
0: maybe i'm wrong
3: that'd maybe be, that be cool was-
0: if they did that like they did last year
3: yeah, maybe that was the assumption is that it was gonna be a free show. Maybe it will just be uh like a like Bash at the Beach was just a dynamite show, maybe Fighter Fest is the same. But I because don't it, Because again,
2: they only they're they can only do like four pay per views a year, so
3: Yeah. Hmm. So maybe I don't it's know. maybe it is gonna be like Bash at the Beach where it's just a... it's actually dynamite.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um yeah, we'll see I think where they'll they go. say
2: more about it Wednesday. So. I, I
0: trust the booking there more than I trust other bookings. So. Yeah, sure. But th- this was the first time they did something and I was like, I get it, but I thought y'all were smarter than this.
3: I get it, but I don't like it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and really, Archer Cody is where the show started to drag for me. I was like, this match is going on way too long. Archer should have crushed him. What's going on? At first,
3: uh, what's my word? Um, Uh, the black. Wait, what is it called? Blackout. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, I was about to say black mass. I was like, that's
0: not it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wrong
3: company. Wrong company and wrong move. (laughs) But yeah, when because I was I was surprised he got him up that fast. I was like, holy shit, it's about to squash Cody.
0: Nope. (laughs) Yeah.
3: We got (laughs) warped. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right, next match: uh, Chris Statlander versus Penelope Ford. Penelope was a late addition because Britt Baker got her leg super jacked up when Nia, or not Nia, Nyla landed on her last week. Um, I think it was Nyla. Yes,
2: it was. <laughs> yeah, it was Nyla. <laughs> um,
0: I, yeah. There's too much going on That's in my brain.
3: what It was. I mean, to be a last minute match.
0: It was fine, but y'all can disown me for this. I haven't figured out Chris Statlander yet.
3: Not supposed to figure her out. She's an alien, and she's awesome.
0: But like wrestling wise, I haven't. I haven't been able to get a grasp of her yet.
3: I've seen her more uh, on. I think when, like, when she was doing the dark stuff, like this. Like if she can get the Big Bang Theory on her opponent, she's gonna win. Like she's, I really I like her a lot. I think she's very cool.
0: Oh, and I I know everybody's a huge fan of her because I hear nothing but good things. But yeah, I haven't seen that that standout match that makes me pay attention yet. If that makes I, sense.
3: I see what you're saying. Like I like her too, but like I don't. I think she she stood out on dark just because. She was it was obvious that she's good at what she does, and she still has i mean she still has room for improvement, but she, yeah, she's only
0: been wrestling like four years or something
3: yeah she i mean she's t v ready, which I think helped her a lot. um her character is cool it stands out enough that she's not she's not your typical blonde wrestler, she's tall, she's athletic, she's got her gimmick is really cool, her gear is cool. And so I think she's got just a lot of things that work for her and that works in the AEW women's division that sets her apart enough from everyone else. So I think she definitely has the... She, I think if they work with her, which I'm sure they will, like if you're having Kenny and Austin Kong and things like that working with her, she's definitely going to be somebody that could be really big for them,
0: I I'll, think. I'll be honest, though, outside of like... Sheeta and Rio. I don't feel like they've done a great job with the women's division overall.
3: Uh I kind of I can get I get that argument and I think they have to an extent, but I mean Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I try I hate to to like talk negatively about the women's division cuz I think right. that they focus a lot on what got them there, which is the elite and um, you know, stuff like and Jericho and things like that. So they kind of focused on what was getting people's attention, but then they kind of went back on their promise of, like, we're going to push the women's division, the women's is going to be really good. But then, especially when you're comparing them to the, it, which isn't really a fair comparison because there's 800 women on that next team women's roster, but their women's roster is Stabbed. far above mm-hmm. most, I mean, and even the knockouts, which has always been big for impact. That's always been one of their strong suits. So when you have those three divisions, they are the weakest of the three.
0: And, okay, so it may, it's not a fair comparison. But I'm not even thinking of current NXT. I'm thinking of NXT back when NXT Was getting big with the hardcore fans, but no one in the mainstream knew what it was. Right. And yes, they were lucky and had a stacked roster of Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, Becky, and just like one after the other were amazing. Right. But every.
3: Now they've got, I mean, they've got Shotzi and they've got Candace and they've got, well, Bianca's on the main roster and they've got. Tegan and Dakota I mean so they do have I mean they're not the stature of your Charlottes and your Beckys and things like that but they are really really good and so I, it's not and I think that the, the, the talent with AEW is there and I think they've got the right people with them like they've got Kenny and they've got Dustin Rhodes helping with the promos and things like that and like so and you I mean look at, look at Brett Baker. Like when she came in and was a baby face and it wasn't working and they made it work for her as a heel. I mean, there's some few things that I dislike about what she does, but overall, like, so I think if they can do that with Britt, if they take the time, they can do that with all the women in their roster and they could be a really big deal, but it just seems like it's taken longer than we were hoping.
0: We lost, Matthew. I don't know. Uh, Hey, I'm back. back. I'm
2: sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happened, but I'm back now.
0: Um, Yeah, I think the talent's there. I don't think that's the issue. I
3: think it's...
0: I think it's... So, here's what I think it is, now that I'm talking about it and thinking it through. Right. The whole thing we were talking about earlier with the wins and losses, it doesn't matter with the guys it seems to matter too much with the women
3: i can see that yeah so
0: they're trying to give them legitimacy which i appreciate and say "Nah, they're just like the guys and they got to earn their spot but it's backfiring because they're not telling any other story except here's the rankings here's the title here's the rankings here's the title right and i think
3: the women's division was also hurt. well it's like i said it's vastly smaller than the men's roster, even when you look at the tag teams and the trios or whatever.
1: Yeah.
3: It's it's still very small. And so they don't and then they were hurt I mean they like they don't have Riho. They don't have Emmy. Um they don't have uh, Yuka either because they obviously for traveling reasons they can't get them there. Yeah. They were out out Nyla for a while because um she was she couldn't travel during all this. So I think it hurt The Division even more. And then Awesome Kong has been gone for a while because she's been filming Glow and things like that. So she hasn't been there like hands-on with them. Um, And then they have it. And I guess Mel, maybe she's not um, maybe she's not been able to be at shows, but like people pretty much have forgotten that she exists.
0: Don't repackage her.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And they should because I think where they were going with it could have worked. It just it was a cool concept. It just didn't
0: it, translate well. It was also too similar to Dark Order.
3: Yeah, you yeah. Couldn't
0: yeah. have both of those running yeah, at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So,
3: so, but yeah. So I guess this match. Getting back to it, I mean, and I think Penelope, like, she's really. I like Penelope. I like her character. I like what she does. She definitely has the talent. And I think the more that she works with people like Sheeta um, and things like that, I think she'll improve as far as tv stuff goes too yeah um so i think there's some upside there for her i just think it was i mean it was fine for what it was yeah
0: um and i i've been really impressed with penelope and she's one i expected nothing out of and she's been solid yeah when i
3: saw her at all in and she took down hangman with the her and Karana, I was like, oh, shit. And then they kind of did that a little too much. Yeah, and was, well, and it was kind of like the thing with Zelina Vega where Zelina kept doing the move on the outside. Now, I mean, like I'm again. not saying it's not amazing. No, no it's I mean, very I, cool. I like they to look. watch it every time, but I was like, okay. They were playing too much on that, and it made it look like that she was a one-trick pony, and that's all she can do. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, I'm I don't glad think they've done, done
0: that
2: in a time. while. I don't think she's done that in a while. That's she's
0: tried, saying. and it's been thwarted because
3: everyone scouted it. Onto, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think she could be, it. I think the more she improves, and then the stuff they're doing with Kip, like they could be a really formidable couple, and also just in their own right too. So I think that there's a lot of potential there with both of them, and the things that they could do.
0: All all I'm thinking of of right now with Kip and Penelope and Jimmy Havoc on the side is Rusev, Lana, and Aiden English, except. <laughs> It's like if Lana could actually wrestle, and if people actually respected Aiden English like they should. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of accurate. Well,
3: I mean, that's pretty accurate. Well, I think, yeah, I really, I just really like all her <laughs> yeah, I do
0: too. And, um, um, no, S- Sabian R- Havoc and Penelope are killing it, though. They've, yeah. They've been amazing. Yeah. Havoc's suit was awesome.
3: Yeah. Yes. It was- I and the way he got involved in the beginning of the latter match because there was a so, so it was no DQ and they couldn't do anything about it. Like, that was smart. Yeah. yeah. Well, we started that, you know, like we said, we started that match late. And so I was like, wait, is Jimmy Havoc in this match? And, I was like, and like we had to think about it for a second. And I was like, no, I don't think he's in this match. And she was like, yeah, but he's, like, interfering and stuff. And I was like, no, but I don't think he's in it. I think he's <laughs> just it interfering. It took us,
0: like, and then, three
3: minutes. And we're but like, oh,
0: then the question becomes... What if Jimmy Havoc had gone into business for himself? If he got the chip, does he get the shot? Even though he wasn't in the match?
3: Probably not, because I guess it was no. to
0: say
3: he wasn't actually a contestant. <laughs> but, who knows? Oh, I forgot to say something about this, But and I'm sure y'all saw it but, um. It made me laugh where um, Orange Cassidy, um, I saw a picture of it on Twitter, but it was Orange Cassidy in, um, behind Tony Khan, and apparently he asked Tony Khan if he won. <laughs> 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 yeah, and in the post, my, in the, in the post, my, a post show, Tony, Tony Khan was, had to tell him no, that he did not win. <laughs> but we hadn't, when I thought of it, we hadn't got to that part yet. Oh, so my God. Say, and then I forgot.
0: <laughs> Orange Cassidy's Dwarf. commitment to the bit is stellar.
3: That's why it yeah. works so well. Oh man. Good. And I also love that um when um Trent and Chucky came out there to help that
0: Chucky was barefoot and all <laughs> like <laughs> it was just great. They
3: worked so well together. It makes it even better.
0: Alright, next match. I have mixed feelings about this match. Because I like Sean Spears. I want him to be relevant. I want him to have high-profile matches. I really didn't hate his little uh, news show parody they did.
3: The Randy Orton thing that they recycled from 15 years
0: ago. <laughs> well, and Bad News Barrett.
3: Uh, yeah, that's For a while,
0: true. too. MSW. Uh, but why build up that story of Dustin retiring if he lost the tournament? And
3: it, was to get them, it was just to get the win in that tournament.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah, I don't...
0: It This I bothered me him. a lot because yeah. it was too quick of a backtrack. If Dustin retires, he needs to be gone longer than a month.
3: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what people... Somebody said that he'll retire and then be gone until All Out.
0: <laughs> even, yeah. even if that was the case, I'd be okay because you could say well, All Out is so important. He had to come back for this reason or that reason.
1: Yeah. Coming
0: yeah. back three weeks after you lost, it's like, well, why were well, you going to retire, man?
3: <laughs> How do you go? And it's weird because last year, it was Cody versus Dustin.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And then a year later, Cody is getting a title and Dustin's in a random ass match with Sean Spears in a match that doesn't, mean anything it doesn't do anything for either one of them really
0: and then they squash spears
3: yeah it just I don't understand that, I, mean, both. I
2: thought it was a waste of time Fine. it like, felt like I, filler yeah
3: <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: this <laughs> felt like a this, this felt like a pre-show match yeah,
3: yeah but that's not a match that I would buy a pay-per-view off of
0: yeah that's true I'm just, I love I love both Rhodes Brothers, and this is the first time I've been done with a show and been like ooh, I don't like what they did with Cody or Dustin.
3: Yeah, I don't it just didn't make any sense for either one of them.
0: Like,
2: What a difference a year makes, right?
0: (laughs) It made sense for Spears because he's trying to elevate himself. Right, and that's You beat a 30-year vet, and suddenly you're relevant. People are talking about you. Hey, did you hear about this guy who beat Dustin Rhodes? That's pretty impressive. I get all that.
3: I think they just, they haven't known what to do with Spears. He just, like, and I guess Tully's, you know, not there for the same reason, you know, for health reasons or whatever. So I get that. But then they try to do the tag team challenge, and it didn't really go anywhere, Um, which I enjoyed some of the stuff that they were doing with him with the tag team challenge. But it just seems like... They haven't been able to establish him, and it was like, I didn't, you know, NXT didn't make me care about him, so AEW's is not really making me care about him either. Um, and I don't know why, because he's a good wrestler and he's, he's charismatic, charismatic, yeah, he's attractive. Like I don't, the the, and the the thing, the bit with like his boxers with it,
0: like yeah, the ass thing,
3: it's like are they making him a comedy wrestler?
0: I hope not, because he I deserves better.
3: But, Like, are they going to put him with Colt Cabana?
2: I <laughs> felt like after Spears faced Cody at All Out last year, his steam, like, pretty much died down from there since.
3: Yeah. He should have like, elevated further.
2: Yeah, it looked like they were going to push him, but after that loss, he, he, people just yeah, didn't seem care about him anymore.
0: Well, and I get the I entire roster is stacked. So yeah. I mean, You have to earn your spot, but I don't see what he has done wrong to be irrelevant in this field. Right. Right. Um, like,
3: why do you go from NXT and you're basically doing the same thing in AEW where you're just there yeah. and you're like, they don't like, and they even did like the anti-10 gimmick, like he used to get mad when people would count 10 at him and then you know, he did that he was the chairman for a while, and, like, he had something. Like, he's had promising starts, but then they just, there's no follow-through. And him,
0: him kind of being, like, gambling with MJF was good. Yeah,
3: that was cool. Yeah, I enjoyed Th- that.
0: There's a gimmick right there. Sean Spear's the gambler. So he gambled on Dustin In- Rhodes showing up, showing up or not. He gambled right. on him not showing up, and then he got beat up. They could go that way from here. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, I don't know what's missing from him. For some reason, he can't connect.
3: I think it's just the way he's being booked. Like, I don't think it's him. I think it's booking. possible. Yeah, I just, it didn't really do either one of them any favors.
0: It didn't help the show. It didn't help them. Like, I feel like this match shouldn't have happened. No,
3: I don't think it should have either. Yeah, I agree. I hate to say that because I enjoy them both. And I really love what Dustin's been doing. And I think it's great that he's still, like, he's getting a chance to prove himself again after, like, he's a good story. And it shouldn't, he shouldn't be doing things like
0: this. Oops. Did I hit a button? What? You're fine. Never mind. You're good. I'm good. (laughs) I thought I hit a button. I didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I just Dustin for me needs to be used smartly, and they aren't using him well. They're overusing him.
3: Yeah, and I don't even mind like when they do this stuff, and he's the natural with with UV, Like, I don't even mind that necessarily. I think it's I, I'm fine with it. I don't think it. Waste time or anything. It just seems like they just kind of put Dustin wherever they can put him, which is not how you treat somebody like Dustin Rhodes. (laughs) Put some respect on him. Exactly.
0: Yeah, it's. uh, What's the term? Y'all watch baseball. A utility infielder?
3: Yeah. Dustin
0: Rhodes is the utility wrestler. Right, well, but. Yeah.
3: (laughs) So you basically have a utility. And a designated hitter going against each other.
0: Uh, I just, I don't know why they would crush Spears and Archer on the same show. It just makes no sense. But.
3: And that close together. They were supported by a women's match that was a filler match that was kind of a last minute type. I mean, obviously it was. But it just that whole, like I get what you're saying with that whole section kind of lagged.
0: Yeah, especially compared to the rest of the show. Right. Um, yeah, so I, th- I feel like that's enough about a match none of us really cared for. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> next, we have Sheeta versus Nyla for the AEW Women's Championship. This is better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, Sheeta's great. Match. Nyla she- is brutal.
3: I think Nyla has improved... So a lot. Um, I like her. I really like Nyla. I I would I get I understand putting the title on Sheeta. She definitely deserves it. She's wrestled a lot and she wrestled in the fact that Nyla wasn't there. Then on, on the other hand, it's not Nyla's fault that she couldn't get there to to defend her title or to wrestle at all. because um, you can't hold that against her. And so That's I was true. a little so I I I assumed that Nyla was going to hold on to the belt for a little bit longer just because, just to kind of, I guess, make it more fair because she didn't, her her title run was obviously less than seller, but it was because of outside circumstances. It wasn't because of the way she was booked or the way she wrestles or anything like that. It was just, so I thought that she was, I guess she's just basically the victim of circumstance.
0: Yeah, but maybe they're setting this up for a longer back and forth something because maybe it didn't feel she didn't beat her definitively you know what i mean like it wasn't like a dominant performance right so right. I, if nyla's character is this big badass bitch who hits you in the face with a kendo stick in the middle of a promo <laughs> um she's not gonna take this laying down right so right and
3: i do like like i said i have like i really like she a lot and she definitely should be champion i just didn't expect it to be this way and this
0: this soon i thought they would yep, but
3: yep. then at the, on the other hand like what if she's been the number one contender for so long like she has to have some payoff
0: and also been- she's gotten really over
3: yeah she has
0: um I've, i'm surprised yeah. how over she's gotten like yeah even she- when when we went to AEW, she was over in that yeah. crowd. And I'm like...
3: Well, they've got... I mean, she has, like, the built-in Holy Sheeta chant, which I yeah. think is awesome. <laughs> like, sure. I love it. It matches my um, my Twitter yeah. handle.
2: They they even have a Holy Sheeta shirt, too, yeah. with, like they just released.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think it's awesome. So, like, I get, I get it. I was just... I was a little... I mean, it was a nice surprise. I just was kind of surprised because I just didn't think they... I mean, not that they're punishing Nyla, it's not like it's WWE, but it just, I was surprised because I don't think that Nyla got, I don't want people to go back and look at Nyla's title run and be like, oh, she was a shitty champion when that's not necessarily the case.
0: I don't think this will be Nyla's last run. No. And I think.
3: Well, and I think she's going to want some retribution because she didn't get the title run that she should have had.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think Nyla and Cheetah still have. Some fighting to do. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: I sometimes wonder, like, what would have happened if the coronavirus never happened.
3: Well, we know, we would have got. I know we would have got Jer- Jericho versus Jungle Boy because Jericho said that.
0: We would have gotten better entrances because we didn't get any cool entrances. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was really disappointed in that. I was like, "Damn it! I wanted craziness."
3: entrance entrances, God.
0: Yeah, I've missed the pageantry. Wrestle Kingdom, Mania, and Double or Nothing were the crazy entrance shows. Yeah, and now yeah. everybody just has normal entrances, and I'm like, oh,
3: chair or a or a sledgehammer.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: No. Yes, he I'll didn't make references to Triple
0: H. <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, anything else about Sheeta and Nyla?
3: No, I think we pretty much covered it. I am interested to see how they yeah. go, both of them though. Especially now that Chris Statlander is the new number one. Con- uh, she's the new number one contender, right?
0: I don't know how it works. I haven't looked.
3: She, I thought, because she has the next best record. Well, if we're going by our records, I believe. I could be wrong. I think she has. She has the next best record behind Cheetah, so she should be the number one contender. On their website. They do. They post them after on Thursdays. If post was after I might. Okay. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it was Sheeta and Statlander. Is okay. <laughs>
1: Hina
3: not wrestling because of coronavirus, or is he re- not wrestling because he can't? Back into the country, or He's
0: stuck in Mexico, as far as right. I know.
3: That—that that was my assumption, but then I was like, "But I wasn't
0: sure." All
3: right. And as of five for but i miss Penta.
1: Actually, ah.
0: behind Cheetah even with the loss, would be Nyla, because she would be five and two. Oh. Mm. Chris Statlander's record is 3-4, and four, so see, this is part of the problem. Well,
3: that's got to be wrong because they haven't updated since.
0: Right, but it would still just be 4-4 four four unless she was on dark tonight.
3: Penelope was.
0: So, so he, here's probably why I'm complaining about the women's division looking at it right here with the men's rankings. You got Sheeta and Nyla on top, 9-1, and 5-1, right? everyone else has a 500 record or worse.
3: It's cuz they haven't been able to compete.
0: Right. But it's also they're passing around the wins, nobody's standing out. Cuz if you look at the guys rankings, Mox is 10 and 0, Cody is 9 and 1, Archer is 5 and 0, Brody's 5 and 0, Kenny's 4 and 0, Darby is 6 and
3: 3. Yeah.
0: So there there's definitely a difference there you know yep. yep um but anyway that leads us to mox and Bertie lee and i want to say this about mox he cuts the best promos of not really saying much <laughs> but he says it with such attitude you're just like oh hell yeah he's
3: such a badass
0: you're like i would follow this guy to hell
3: yeah, like, If for this real. guy was like,
0: "Come on, get in the van. We're going shopping." But he said it his way. I'd be like, "Hell yeah, let's go shopping." Hell yeah. Uh, he all those promos like from the desert in his garage. Yeah, I, I he killed it. He absolutely yeah. killed it. Yep. I think he did more to build this match than anything Brody did. Um, the. The whole dude, all you had to do was ask after getting his ass beat down. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Magnificent. That was great. Um, his
3: jacket. I enjoyed his jacket, but it looked like a firefighter. It looked I was like yeah. his jacket is large. It is him. way too big, but he's like, I was like, it's got like a firefighter jacket on what's happening. <laughs> but even then, he still looks like a badass.
0: Yeah. Maybe. No,
3: he. Because his, his swagger is perfect. Like, just. It's so natural i think
0: it's it's really interesting because it's that old time idea in a very modern character of he's a guy women want to be with and guys want to be
3: yeah, yeah. i can totally see that and, but
0: and it's, it's...
3: Funny because that is not how i felt about him as dean ambrose right at all Right. I mean, I know it's because it's two completely different characters, which obviously I get. But even just comparing the two, well, even John Moxley in New Japan versus John Moxley now, which obviously they're pretty similar. But even I feel like in New Japan he is like even more badass. And
0: like, okay, here here's the thing: Cody's wife gets attacked. And he kind of gets in Jake's face a little bit. Right. Mox, if you fucked with Renee, if you brought a python, he'd bring a fucking anaconda.
3: Yeah, no, like, yeah. He's
0: like, all right, bitch, <laughs> this is the war you want to have. Yeah,
3: he's definitely a one up, and he will definitely. he Yeah, you don't show him up, and he will. Like he said, he's going to make. What did he say? He's going to make it violence rain down, I think is what Yeah,
0: it is. I don't know. Everything he said was gold, leading yeah. up to this. Like yeah. after the Hager match, everything they did with Mox from then on was great.
3: Yeah, um, and especially for somebody who's only been there three. To, you know, he's only had three matches, and one of them was a minute, a sixty-one second squash match against an independent wrestler. <laughs> I mean. He's he's done a lot, and he kept like, and he still like proved why he's the champion, why he's the face of AEW, why he was the right choice to take over after Jericho. Like, can we talk
0: I, about how Mox broke a motherfucker's arm and was still the babyface in this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, damn, Mox, like, you're taking this way over the top, and it's like, like, oh. oh. All right, you just broke that bitch's arm. Cool, 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 cool. I
3: do it to Brody's
0: face. Oh man. Yeah, uh, he's I feel like Brody is helping Dark Order. I'm not yeah. sure Dark Order is helping Brody.
3: I, I can kind of see that argument, but I think it's the, like I like that he's the exalted one, and I like that he like when he because they did on the the road to double or nothing. The sit-down interview that he did with Tony Shavani, and Shavani asked him if it was a cult, and he lost it. Like yeah. he completely, he was like, "I told you!" Like he got up and walked off, and he's like, "I told them not to say that word." Like I think, I think it still has legs, and I think it can still grow and turn into a cool faction. And he's definitely turned it around from what it started out being to where it is now. Yeah, well. Um, but- like that, he shows that he will sacrifice one of his own men <laughs> to make a point. Like he just—he knew what John Roxley was gonna do, and he's like, "Fuck it! These are—if you're gonna answer to me, you're gonna have to deal with the consequences. If you're gonna be loyal to me, this is how you prove your loyalty." So, like, I—I—I I, I like it. They did the I,
0: same shit to Dark Order. They did to Lance Archer. They booked him as these scary monsters, and then when the push came to shove. They lost to the baby faces.
3: Well, which is true, but I mean, you, I don't think they could have taken the title off of Mox this soon when he's barely defended it.
0: Yeah. And, I, no, now, I don't not, think they broke Brody, though. I think no. they did really well of showing he's crazy, he's mean, he'll do whatever it takes, and yeah. he's got minions to follow him.
3: And then he even tweeted the other, what was it he tweeted that, um, I'm trying to think exactly what he said after the match, but. And what he tweeted after the match, but he clearly respects John Lockley, which yes. I think shows a lot. Like he is, he's a prideful man and he likes things a certain way and he wants people to do things for him. However, he can see when he's met his match and he can admit that, you know, he was bested in this match. So mm. I think, so I'm interested to see where they go with it. I'm hoping they can kind of keep building him.
0: Yeah. I'm, he seems in a better place losing this than anyone else that lost.
3: Yeah, uh, I would
0: agree
3: with yeah. that. I think he's in a better position than Lance Archer is.
0: And the thing is, with Brody, like... Okay, this is shallow as shit. You know my favorite thing about the Brody Lee character? He sure. actually covers his bald spot. Because <laughs> <laughs> it used to drive me crazy with Luke Harper. He had so yeah. much hair, and yes. he would not cover his bald spot because Vince wouldn't let him. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I've not seen it once on AEW, and that makes me exceedingly happy.
3: And I thought uh, it um, in his match, but I mean, obviously, yeah, it wasn't as match. He's something Moxley did. You could see it, and I do. One thing I do like—they kind of carried over from WWE—is like. When Luke Harper, you know, his intro was that close-up on his eyes, and so they've made that kind of a fixture with him. Like he gets that stare, and they kind of focus, they'll kind of zoom in on it, and he. I, so I kind of like the that they've done with him, and he has that because that that stare is so good. <laughs> and so so I yes. like that they kind of tie that in with the other stuff, and I like the Mister that he's Mister Bailey. Yeah, don't
0: don't forget the Mister
3: even though I never call him that, but (laughs) he's Um, he's just Brody, but (laughs) I I enjoy, I enjoy what they've done with him so far. So I'm hoping that they, I'm looking forward to kind of see what they do with him next. Brody kicked out
0: of a paradigm shift, right?
3: Yeah. I think
0: he, I think
2: he took like three of them. Like the first time he took one, I think he kicked out at one.
0: Yeah. And And then, then and then, um, Yeah. And he
2: even went through the ring as well. Yeah. I believe.
0: And then came up with a spectacular so, job blading.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so, I, so I'm so i glad yeah, that that they, like, crazy. still booked him strong. Because I thought that, you know, they booked themselves into the wrong corner because I thought that it would have been way too early for Moxley to lose. But at the same time, I did not want Brody to lose because he needed a win, I felt like. But they booked him strong in this match anyway, and... I'm glad that it worked out. Thing.
3: If he's gonna lose his first match, uh, I think losing to the champion is the smart, the smart person to lose to. Losing <laughs> to
0: the champ and not really losing. He didn't right. tap. He didn't pin. It was so brutal he passed out. Yeah. That, yeah. That's yeah. that's the badass way to lose. So. Yeah.
3: They definitely protected him for sure. Yeah. It was better than they did Lance Archer
0: man um all right so yeah i i thought this was pretty good i think some other stuff on the show outshined it but it yeah. it was what i expected it met expectations for me Yeah,
3: I thought, right, a, I thought it was a good match
0: i enjoyed
3: it
0: all right i did i did love the through the ramp spot that was yeah i yeah. saw that i was like oh god yeah I, I know it was gimmicked but dear god ow
3: you and I were saying we're like we should have seen that coming <laughs> but we didn't and it makes sense it was gimmicked. like it worked perfectly yeah it did exactly what it's supposed to do and even when you have the referee like we can't see them but you have the referee put on the gloves and you're like oh sh-. <laughs> <laughs> somebody got somebody's bleeding <laughs> They might have bladed, but they're
0: bleeding. <laughs> All right. So that leads us to the prime example of cinematic uh, wrestling matches being amazing. Yeah. The That's Stadium cool. Stampede. Yeah. My God.
1: <laughs> I that love was
0: So damn good.
2: So damn good. Yeah. <laughs> I love
0: it. Uh, there's. Too much to cover everything but everything they did fit every character. Yep. It worked yep. so well. Adam Page not showing up and riding in on a horse <laughs> and then he <laughs> loses Sammy nuts. Guevara in the back and is just like, eh, screw it, I'm going to the bar.
3: Yeah, it just was perfect. Oh, and he, somebody asked him yesterday on Twitter what his horse's name is and he said, Lonesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and yeah like how well trained was that horse he told it to stay in the back of a stadium and it just chilled out stayed yeah Um, i mean it
3: probably helped that there wasn't a crowd so it didn't have to like get nervous or anything true yeah he seemed he was yeah the the whole thing was perfect with especially with the way page has been living in the woods on bte and you weren't really sure if he was gonna show up or not and and then
0: like did you come here to fight or did you come here to drink
3: Right, and also I thought that he, I thought he was going to help Elite win, but I thought he was going to turn on Kenny in the process because they've been teasing it so long. And I originally predicted it to happen at Blood and Guts, so I thought somebody made a point that they didn't think it would happen in a non audience show. Yeah, he was just going to, which I get, but then. I thought he was going to get, you know, because he keeps isolating himself and then Kenny has been successful with Matt Hardy, that he's going to be like, oh, well, why don't you just let him be your new partner and just, like, turn on him and leave? Um, So I'm kind of glad that they didn't do that just because of the way the story was told, but I could have, I thought that it was going to happen then.
0: Yeah, it was. And then, like, underrated thing that I haven't seen enough people talking about. Can we talk about how good Sammy Guevara is at selling everything?
3: Oh, man! Good. And like, he does it in a way that's not like like I love the way Ortiz sells. It's so funny because it's so dramatic and over the top, and I love it. But Sammy's is like it's more, I guess, subdued, but it's perfect every single time. Like Sean Ross said, he said that Sammy sells the twist of fate like a. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah. he just like he's, his character is such a fuckboy I like, love <laughs> yeah no you you gotta love it but I his character so is much. such a fuckboy and then to see a golf cart show up and you see the fuckboy drop and this scared child it, yeah. it's so good he's yeah, so and good it's great, at it
3: and he plays it up on twitter so well like all these people are like doing like artwork of it or they're like they're editing him in running from other things and he's like man y'all gotta stop but he does so well with like just the way he keeps carrying it and selling it even on twitter like he's so good at what he does
0: and then jericho did this is when i'm okay with jericho when he doesn't have to carry a match And he can just do the spots and be funny and be entertaining. (laughs) Fantastic.
3: I love him. Him
0: arguing with Aubrey.
3: Oh, they have. uh, Yeah. And then he's still like, he talks shit shit about her on Twitter all the time. It's like, it's perfect. He does. He's so good at the little things like that.
2: You're a shitty referee. (laughs) You can't
0: be in here.
3: She was talking about her <laughs> on Twitter yesterday, and he was like, "Only an idiot would wear this shirt." <laughs> yeah, even though was, he handpicked her to be his referee for the, his championship match.
0: <laughs> Just that, there was so much good in this. Like my my only thing, and I understand why they didn't do it. I thought the wheelchair was going to go down some stairs.
3: I did too. The chair of wheels. I yeah. was like, look the chair of wheels and then duck. So like, like, if you don't stop calling, or if you don't start calling chair the chair of wheels, I'm <laughs> not going to be your friend anymore. <laughs>
0: but, it, like, I saw the chair of wheels and then I was like, interesting, interesting. I
3: thought it was going in the pool.
0: And oh, fuck, there's duct tape. I was like, yeah. some son of a bitch is getting duct tape into that thing.
3: And it was perfect to hear him talking about how he's like, I need you to be in the chair,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need Dr. Matt Hardy. Doctor Damascus. There we go. We yeah. need Doctor Damascus regularly prescribing things to his opponents. Yes.
1: Oh God, yeah. Yeah. He's God, I, just, I don't get love my heart.
0: Get him one of those old cartoon like headbands with the big ass mirror thing on top. <laughs> yes. Oh.
3: We need to at him with this information. Yes,
0: he'd probably he's do so,
3: it. He probably. probably. I was like, he's doesn't. so. He's just so good about how he does all this, and I know he's about everything. I know he didn't start the cinematic matches, and I know that Lucha Underground deserves a lot. And but
0: he has so revived Lucha it. Never did it like this.
3: No, and he's just so he's like Jericho where he's his so brilliant yeah where his mind is just for the business it's so good and he's still after wrestling all this time like he's still super fucking creative and he's like I just don't under I mean I do get it because it's WWE and they're fucking morons but like I'm like how do you waste that man for nearly three years knowing he has all of this in him and not only that he can he can mentor people like Sammy Guevara and Jungle Boy and MJF and he can teach them things and he can make them better and he can make them he, he can help them create be the stars that they should well, be. Well,
0: and something I feel like WWE refuses to do they really need to Matt Hardy's been doing this is me as the vessel of Damascus and this is just regular Matt Hardy and they can both exist. Yeah. And you can sw- switch back and forth between them, and really create a different storyline and a different vibe. Like,
3: yeah, and I I've have seen-
0: wanted Finn Balor, and I know he's not really doing the demon thing anymore, and he's right. sort of heel on NXT. But when he had the demon, I wanted it to be like Venom on Spider Man. I right. wanted when he was the demon, him to lose control and just go full brutal, win the yeah. match. And then wake up as nice boy Finn and go, what the hell happened?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: That, that's a lot cooler to me than, okay, Finn put on his demon paint. He's gonna win. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Um, well, they overdid it with him too. They didn't. They didn't make it
0: special. special. Yeah,
3: they overdid it, which we knew was gonna happen. But and so I have some, seen some people complain on Twitter that they don't like Matt Hardy being. Like, they don't like him being Matt Hardy, Broken Matt Hardy, and Damascus. Like, they want him to be one and stick as one. They don't want... And I... Let him do all of it. I think you have to... I think at least at this point, you have to let him be... Yeah. You have to let him develop Damascus because we don't know him. We're just meeting him. Um, Well, is he though? Two
0: shame. Well, Because it feels very much like the Broken mat we had.
3: Damascus, but he had the, his, with his whole Hardy Boy series, or uh, with his whole series that he did, like, he he, like, went through all this stuff and, like, to become Damascus. So Damascus, uh, okay. his new, like, he, I almost thought we weren't getting Broken Matt anymore because he kind of, I don't think he, he, I don't know that he necessarily killed Broken Matt, but he became Damascus who is older than Broken Matt. He's this 3,000 year old Vessel. vessel and he's different and he's actually I think he's more of a heel uh, and he's meaner it seems like a little bit yeah. is what I kind of got from it but then the people love Broken it sounds like it's supposed to be wiser too yeah he, yeah I think so I mean, and
0: Broken Matt was brutal as shit when he first started
3: yeah and so I think there's and Broken Matt is who's so well known that I don't know that Damascus is They need, they've got to develop Damascus more, but people want, but people want broken Matt. Yeah. And so I think they're going to have to figure out, I am I'm sure they will because Matt is smart and they listen to him and they give him the creative freedom that he deserves.
0: I got to give Matt, I was completely checked out, and I know I've said this a million times, but I'm going to say it again. I saw Jeff and Matt at a big time pro wrestling show. And I was checked out. I was like, "Ooh, they don't look good, they don't look healthy. they look slow. their characters are same thing they were doing in two thousand and one, like <laughs> this they need to hang it up right. This mm-hmm. completely turned my opinion around on Matt, and through Matt turned my opinion around on Jeff when he's sober, yeah,
3: yeah. and when they had the broke like when they even when they were doing the brother Nero stuff with him, like when they were against each other and then they eventually came together, like the whole thing that they were doing in Impact was really good and it was really smart. And good. I know they've had their personal issues the last couple of years and I don't know that we'll see Jeff in AEW because I of that.
0: doubt it, but...
3: But I also think that it probably helps a lot that Jeff is clean. He went to rehab for the first time ever. He seems to be on the right path. He wants to end his WWE career with at least one more title run, some sort of title. So, I I mean, it's wrestling, and we know we can never rule things out. But I think having Jeff in this type of atmosphere would reinvigorate him the way that it has broken
0: Matt. I agree. And it's really funny because, like, if they had come to PWX, before the broken universe, I wouldn't have given two shits. Yeah. I, I would have been like, "All right, well, cool. I'll check them out, but uh, I I wouldn't be buying a ticket for them." But right. then on top of that, when I met them, they were so nice. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the fact the fact Matt stopped everything, got everyone to shut up and cut a promo in character for my students. Yeah. I am forever a fan of Matt Hardy.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Um, for sure. And i I can't say I was before that moment, but that uh-huh. right there, I was like, "Dude, I'm in." Wherever you go, whatever you do, I'm in. Yeah.
3: So I think, and then having, I think having a match like this, where you have the minds of Matt Hardy and Chris Jericho, like it's hard to go wrong. Like you have the creativity of Kenny and the Bucks, and they know what their fans and like. The hangman. And Hangman yeah. and Hangman has become this own thing to himself, which is incredible. Like, I never would have thought the, I don't know. The, who we saw in, in PWX would turn into what he's become now. Yeah. I um, was thinking about that earlier today, too. Like, remember when we used to go see him? And then,
1: remember like, you know,
0: when he was the nice one of Country Jack that actually yeah. understood when the show was over he could be a regular person?
3: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I mean even, <laughs> and even before Country Jack when he used to come out in his John Deere hat to Song of the South. Oh my god, that was my favorite. <laughs> I loved uh,
0: it. I yeah. I miss yeah. him. And yeah, and he, I
3: never would have thought in a million years that he would be in the bullet club. And I was like when I read that, I was like, wait, does that say Adam Page is in the Bullet Club? Like that Adam Page? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and he's carved such a like It's weird because it's not a new character, but it's so unique for modern wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's just really... It's got that cool vibe to it still. Yeah,
3: and it just shows you... like, I mean, he's a fantastic wrestler, but his character work has gotten so good, and I'm sure it probably helps being in the creative environment with, with the Cody Rhodes and the Kenny Omegas and the Young Bucks and things like that and being able to be absorbing all the things that he did in his time with the bullet club has helped him, but he's just, and I think it just, he organically became this character that he is now. And he's done, like, he's just gotten, he just plays it so well and has gotten even better. And it's just like you root for him. He's like, (laughs) he's basically a functioning alcoholic, but (laughs) he's, (laughs) but you just, you root Mm -hmm. for him. Want he him. tried
0: <laughs> to run down Sammy Guevara with a horse, which yeah. would at the very least paralyze him, if not kill him. <laughs> and I'm just like, yes. Yes.
3: yes. <laughs> Throw that motherfucker down. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then he's sitting there drinking whiskey, not in the fight at all. And I'm like, yes, exactly. I love when like, when Kenny came
3: to like help him and rescue him and they did the... And then, like he pours the glass of milk <laughs> for Kenny, and does, does he that-
0: not drink? No, no, uh-huh. no he doesn't. Uh-uh. Interesting.
3: I think he's. I don't know that he cla- clear classifies himself as straight edge, edge, but I think that he is.
2: um Golda told me that he was. He was on the Jericho cruise, and he's seen like all the wrestlers drinking. But he hasn't seen Kenny drink at all.
3: Yeah, I don't think I don't think I've heard Kenny say. Well, on BTE, he kind of referenced that he doesn't. Yeah, drink, and he didn't really like when other wrestlers got real sloppy and like couldn't perform. Yeah, because I think he's so focused on wrestling and being the you know one of the best in the world, and he that like that's his drug, like that's what consumes him. And so I don't think he lets outside things like interfere. With, with his, what he's trying to accomplish. And I mean,
0: you can't exactly do like eighty to ninety minutes with Okada if you were out till three a.m. drinking. Yeah,
3: exactly, TJ. exactly. So um, I think that. Uh, but yeah, I just I loved I loved a lot of I, everything they did with this match, and I think my favorite, like, and I love the stuff with with Matt when they were like trying to drown him, and he was like
0: reincarnating.
3: Yeah, he was, and he was the one Matt. I, I popped hard at the uh mat back.
0: I popped For at the mat fact, facts. And then yeah. the fucking uh Santina and Ortiz being like, The hell is
3: that? Yeah. <laughs> and they were the perfect people to do that whole segment with. Like I think it worked really well with Santana or Ortiz involved in that.
0: If you got rid of Jake Hager in this match, literally like <laughs> It's just insane the amount of talent that was in this match. Yeah, yeah L- JP, you're like, lucky to be involved with Inner
3: Circle because he's definitely well, the guess, weakest link. They should get rid of him altogether. And then sometimes I'm like, Jericho, why did, like, I usually think he's so great at, like, everything realistic, wrestling related. But then I'm like, what?
0: What? This
3: I, I guess they head. needed muscle, but I'm like, yeah, he just. Because if
0: you look at it, Guevara is a little high flyer. Santina and Ortiz are brutal, but they're not big. Jericho has some power, but he has to be able to land it. So they needed just a big, beefy motherfucker. Yeah. yeah that's Hager's role. Um, I mean, I get it. I just don't like it. You
3: could I mean, have picked somebody else.
0: But he should have picked somebody that could cut a fucking promo. Uh, yeah. Like, and, and it,
3: because he is, Jericho himself is so good at it. Are you gonna be Yeah, fun? it's
0: well and not just Jericho, but Santana, Santana and Ortiz and Guevara are so animated and hysterical and yeah, like when they gave Jericho the gift basket. Yes. And that, it had
3: the party
0: in it. <laughs> I hate the inner circle. But I also am thoroughly entertained by the inner circle.
3: Yeah.
0: And that's but- the sign of a good heel to me.
3: Yeah, and then you have Jake Hager, who's supposed to look intimidating, but when he's standing back there, he just looks constipated or he looks confused, and he's not intimidating at all. He looks like a fucking asshole. (laughs) I don't like him.
0: I don't know how you make him intimidating, because I think, really, he's a scary dude. If he's undefeated in Bellator, that's no joke.
3: Should be, but I just don't. But. it, maybe it's just, I mean, I know a lot of it's because I just do not like him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I,
0: I don't think he's a good wrestler.
3: WWE. I hated the We the People shit. I hated everything he did. So I know a part of it yep. is just personal, personal bias. That I, but he has not done anything in AEW to make me re, even come close to reconsidering my stance on him. And he reinforces it. What
0: What's amazing to me about the Stadium Stampede match, we barely mentioned the Bucks and Kenny. Like, yeah, yeah that's how much talent was in this match
3: and their shit was awesome <laughs> the Bucks and
0: kenny well, are like backburner thoughts you know which
3: is insane because they're three of the most talented wrestlers in the world mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're yeah. smart and they're funny and they're engaging and all of these things and then yeah just,
0: just so y'all know i pre-ordered killing the business
3: Uh huh. uh -huh. Um. So Mm -hmm.
0: I will be reading it as soon as it comes in, and then y'all can borrow it. (laughs)
1: Okay.
0: Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Pretty much. If the elite writes it, I'm gonna buy it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I have their kids' books.
0: I'm getting the Young Bucks book. At some point, Cody's supposed to be dropping a book about his dad. That's
3: that's, okay. Okay. A children's book
0: or just a book? A actual like memoir that's, other people's that's, memories that's, like right after he yeah. left wwe he traveled around meeting people who knew his dad and interviewing him and all that stuff
3: that sounds awesome so right?
0: definitely- i would read the shit out of that yeah um, sure. and I, I love cody but his children's book was so bad <laughs> it makes no <laughs> damn sense the elite go like camping I don't know if y'all know the gimmick of their children's books. Have y'all seen any of them?
3: I know what no, they are, but I, mean, I don't know, like, the story. Line. I mean, I know, like, the isn't the Young Bucks one, like...
0: Uh, young, young Bucks one is stand-up to bullies we, if yeah, we all yeah, join yeah. together, blah, blah, blah. But basically, it's kid versions of the Elite dealing yeah. with kid problems. Right. So I really like the Young Bucks one because it's got a strong message and all that. The right. Cody one, the Elite All Goes Camping... And Dusty tells them the story about the legend of the forest, and there's these two sides, and one can only see and one can only hear and blah blah blah, and they start turning into these different animals I don't know i'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to like take pictures and show y'all it made no damn sense and I'm so disappointed I wanted it to be good.
2: <laughs> didn't didn't Paige have a
0: book too it's not out yet i have it on order oh okay
3: didn't he read his is that the book that i know Like he was reading to some children recently i didn't know
0: if he read his own book or if he read something else i don't know but uh his his book should be coming soon it's his book about the dangers of alcohol <laughs> his book is i want to say about a horse oh. hold on <laughs> let me look horse <laughs> Let me look I can tell you the title.: Come on, Chrome.
3: Spot me.
1: How far
0: How do you think that was?
3: I haven't We only made it like 16 minutes into being the elite, and their being the elite is uh, they've got like background stuff. Okay. on the map and like how it came together so i'm sure it's in there matthew might have seen it already but adam um,
0: page was reading his book it is called what? adam and the golden horseshoe <laughs> adam's second secondhand guitar never left his side he played it at home he played it at school he even slept with it as adam and the rest of the elite team practiced their talents adam felt overshadowed by his friends
3: Oh, so just like in AE in Life.
0: <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. What is this? Um, Awkward silence.
1: What?
0: <laughs> Wait, what? Is this real- What? If I did what? it, confessions of the person who didn't murder famous dick wrestler Joey Ryan. Autobiography by most famous dick wrestler, Hangman Adam Page.
3: No, I think that's a T gimmick, isn't it? I think so, because
0: I was like... Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. they had a whole thing about him, right? Yeah, they were...
3: Yeah, they had a whole thing about that.
0: Someone made a book cover for it.
3: Fantastic.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna put it in the Skype chat thing.
3: Yeah, I don't think it's real. Uh...
0: I would read it if it was. (laughs) but a peanut pretender. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> nice to y'all in the chat. Fantastic.
1: Oh. It's, <laughs> it's so bad.
0: Oh wow. Uh. I'll I'll tweet it for people uh, after get it, I get the, the show posted. Fight? Uh, uh,
1: uh,
0: yeah. Uh, if you somehow haven't watched the show yet, Stadium def- Stampede is worth every second. Uh, I guess. Um, okay,
3: I gotta take this cover down because I'm still laughing at it. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw where he said he definitely did it by Joey's hot ass widow. <laughs> I was like, I gotta quit looking at this because I'm not listening. I'm gonna not listen. <laughs> but, I,
0: I mean, I don't know what else there is to say. All the guys in the elite in the inner circle, except for Jake Hager, are amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. It's kind of like now. when we talk about PWX and we're like, Everyone at BWX except John Skylar and Corey Hollis. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just it's so good and they're so smart and this was so well done. And if we can't have blood and guts yet, this was the perfect route to go.
3: A hundred percent agree. And I'm interested because, yeah. wait, Inner Circle, what are they doing on Dynamite? They're, they're, they're doing
2: gonna... like some sort of
0: celebration. I they are they going to sure. celebrate they won even though they lost? Oh, God, I hope so.
3: That sounds like something the inner circle would do.
0: I was just listening to somebody talking about that. Was it Marty and Sarah? Somebody was talking about, like, a heel will lose and come back Monday and just be like, yeah, but I won, though. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh,
3: another remember great that. spot that we didn't talk about <clears throat> is Jericho on his back. I when, was just about to say <laughs> this. When Hangman came through with the chalk. Yes. <laughs> it's- he yes. went over Jericho. Yeah, why
0: did Hangman even have that? Was that
3: explained? So, no, no, he just came no, to... he
0: just. He it's was just
3: old, there. <laughs> it's juvenile so and stupid, but it's so funny. <laughs> it made me. That was a great thing about that match. There were so many things in it that just made me laugh out loud.
0: Right. <laughs> like, and I, I, don't... I like. There was enough fighting that it still felt like a fight. Yeah. Right. It didn't feel like a throwaway comedy match. So, uh-uh.
3: No, I enjoyed They did, you could tell they put a lot of thought and effort into it, and it feels like everybody had, like, a say and what they could do to advance their character. Well, they said they did. And, yeah, and, like, that they could advance their character and do things that made sense for their character. Like, it was really th- well thought out, which yeah. I enjoyed.
2: Oh, uh, it's the Inner Circle Pep Rally.
0: That's what it is.
3: That's great.
0: Oh, Lord. That's gonna be fantastic.
3: Did they have bubbly in there and they broke it on somebody's? Oh, yes. stuff with like yeah, they did. Where where Matt put Santana in the ice thing and said for his inflammation? Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I need Doctor Matt Hardy, Doctor <laughs> Doctor Damascus, using three thousand years of medical knowledge. Oh to God, yeah, just
3: start using some herbs and shit. Yeah, I mean he could get some from um, PJ Black.
0: Yeah, I mean Broken Matt was obsessed with green beans.
3: This is true. He,
0: made, he gave them out at Halloween.
3: because yeah. he used to be fat hardy
0: Oh man, oh, my so good. Yeah. All right.
3: <laughs> well. Yeah, I don't know where Inner Circle and the Elite go from here. Like, if they're gonna kind of like take keep, a break, or, or if they just keep doing so, their own. But,
0: like, he, here's the thing with. Them for me you know how we were talking about mj mjf and jungle boy can yeah. go do their own thing and then come back together
1: yeah yeah
0: i feel like as long as they don't do it like back to back to back to back inner circle and elite could be batman and joker they could do this forever yeah and it would right. be great
3: yeah because they've already kind of had the payoff with matt hardy and sammy guevara so they've done that jericho's done his shit with kenny the Bucks have wrestled LAX or Proud and Powerful or whatever they call themselves.
0: Yeah. No, I think, I think there's probably <laughs> nowhere else logical to go, which yeah. is why they need to be doing stuff like this.
3: Well, and I guess they are because Omega and Paige still have the tag team titles, and now they're going to have to wrestle Best Friends, which I assumed was going to happen at Fighter Fest. Yeah. So they've got that that they can do. Um,. And so I guess maybe now they'll do Sa Jericho and Jungle Boy somehow. Maybe we'll finally get that.
0: I don't know. I do know that, despite some confusion over the show, still world's above anything the other brand is doing.::
3: 100 um, percent. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely.: I mean, it was a three hour and 45- minute show, I think maybe 40 minutes of it weren't top tier. And
3: it was still better than most things that the other brand does.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
3: I would still rather watch those three matches than most things the other one does.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Agreed. Um, And
3: and for what it was, I mean, in certain things, they had to kind of throw things together. They probably had to change plans because of COVID. I think, given the circumstances, it was a really good show. And everybody, like, stepped up. Like, Penelope stepped up. Um. And you know, I think they all kind of did like, and it will. And then even Joey Janela stepped up for Phoenix and things like that. So I think, um, given everything that's been happening, like it was, it was a really good show. And then we've got, oh, and we've got Mike Tyson on Dynamite tomorrow.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I wonder what's going to. I totally with skipped that. over that. Yeah, they're going to bring that in. My favorite was when they were panning to Tyson and he was mid-yawn, and they pan away super <laughs> quick. <laughs> and then you could also see him talking shit to somebody, and I'm pretty sure it was it was Suge because Suge recorded. Um, he posted on Twitter a video of him talking to 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 Mike Tyson. So I thought that was great. though. So. Nice. and then Suge, Suge has indicated that he wants to be in the in the battle royal thing. So I yes, think,
0: please.
3: And I'm assuming if he if. Uh, Pineapple Pete has been vanquished. Then maybe we get Suge D. Makes sense. Even even though he wore his pineapple Pete shirt, I did. Learn yeah, <laughs> um,
0: I might wait till next month because credit card bills. But um, I'm probably buying the revolt shirt and the pineapple Pete shirt. Yeah, I need the pineapple.
3: I also I want the I want the Suge We the Independent shirt too. Mm. Such a good I forgot about it until I saw him tweet it the other day, and I was like, Oh, yeah, that sounds really sweet. I really like it. It's in pounds, though, so it's a little bit more expensive, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm excited to see where things go and what they're going to do um, with everything. And then, and I think as they start getting talent back, and so I, the thing that's going to suck is like, if depending on travel, things like when are we ever getting Pac back? And when are we gonna get I legit Emmy forgot at... about um Death Triangle? Yeah, I and did too. And that I was, was like I was mad. Yeah. I was
1: like
3: oh yeah, yeah, I saw it and then I was mad. I was like, damn, I like the death triangle. was bad-ass. <laughs> Fuck you, COVID. <laughs> for ruining my wrestling. <laughs> I mean, and for killing a whole bunch of people. Well and yeah. I mean, I mean of course, and things yeah. like that. But, but, trying, prefer, but
1: they right. were trying to kill the business
0: like they were the young books. <laughs> no. <And> no. <laughs> don't worry about it. The politicians are going to act like nothing's going on and just reopen everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, um, what a time. Yeah. It, what a time to be alive and sit at home and watch everything in my Netflix queue.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um... But anyway, I still have work tomorrow, and it's like eleven thirty, and I still gotta publish this. Yeah. So I got you. I'm I'm gonna peace out. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I hope y'all enjoyed. We were a little shorter than we were for Mania.
3: Oh, fancy! (laughs) Because we had um, (laughs) it had been a lot longer since we had (laughs) talked. um, True. A, um, a hopefully, term, we hopefully we'll have to podcast about something too. Maybe Fighter Fest or something. There you go. Um, or yeah. the the new PWX show that they're going to be doing. Oh, that's true. That five week series we got to oh, okay. It's almost it start, forgot about that. It starts next week, right? Is it's a it, it June yeah, 2nd. June
0: second, I believe. Uh, okay.
3: Yeah, because they're they're y'all, being y'all bold, remind
0: but, me because I'll forget because I have a million pieces of paperwork to do for work this week Yeah, they're we, being got bold. we got you <laughs> um, but alright so y'all know where to follow us by now if not if you found the podcast you can probably find the twitter and just figure it out yeah <laughs> um, if you really 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 are desperate if you type in stupid and delicious we're the only one no one else has taken this name. Um, oh, on a random note, finally own PWG11, where the name of the show comes from, thanks to Matthew's friend selling his wrestling DVD collection. So.
3: Yes, and I saw... Uh, yesterday, I saw a clip of Joey Ryan versus Scott Norton from Oof. 2015, I think it was, and they did a spot with the gummy bears. <laughs> yes!
0: All right. So... I will catch y'all later. I still got to feed the cats. I got a lot to do, and it's 130 like 30. So <laughs> I'm going to hang up, and I'm going okay. to publish this thing, and I will text y'all tomorrow.
3: All right. All right. Sounds, Sounds good.
0: good. Alrighty. Bye. 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 Bye, everyone.